Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Matt Madness Unsanctioned. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. I am here with good friend of Derek McCauley, our first guest, yeah. the wise beyond his years. Yeah, I guess so. Russ, is it D'Agostino or D'Agostino? Oh, it's whatever you want to call it. Okay, uh, it's because I could be technically D'Agostino, okay. but it's easier for people to say D'Agostino. <laughs> yeah, as, whatever rolls off the tongue. Water, water. Yeah, as a fellow Dago, I wasn't sure I wanted to get it right. <laughs> I would have said D'Agostino yeah, myself. You got to watch this. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. You always do. Yes, Derek McCauley, clearly not yeah. Italian like the two of us. No. We can talk about it. It's not very. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He will. He will be. He'll see it eventually. He'll see it eventually. We'll pretend we didn't say anything. Oh today. no 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 no. no, no. Um, so one thing I like to do with oh I shouldn't say all of our guests because we've only had two. Uh, I like to find out who you are as a wrestling fan. Absolutely. Uh, so I started watching wrestling at Payback 2015. Um, as a kid, I wasn't really into it whatsoever. Uh, Was it like you'd see it in passing, or you? Yeah, just... I, I, I saw like segments and stuff growing up. Um, I think my first real exposure to to WWF at the time was um, SmackDown Two, one, yeah. yeah, SmackDown Two, Know Your Role for PlayStation. Oh wow. yeah, I think we were, I think we were over. Uh, I think my mom's work friend had a barbecue or something. We went over there and there was a bunch of kids there and they were all like surrounded and they had a TV. I'm yeah. like, what's going on? What's going on? It's like you know you get to see Kane and all these other guys. And I remember like watching the game. Kane was my guy. You yeah, know, I always played with Kane. I loved the game so much. I had to go out and buy it myself. So you didn't watch wrestling? No, you played I was the game. like, "Yo, this game's cool. I need to, I need to play it." Um, so I didn't really know anything about it. Um, I was just like, "This game's fun. I'm gonna play it." I like to play as Kane a lot. Um, Mankind was a lot of fun to play as too. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just kind of caught segments, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember one time. I can't remember exactly what happened, but someone got thrown through a car windshield, <laughs> and I'm nine or ten, eight, like eight, nine, ten years yeah. old. I didn't know what the hell was going on. They brought out the stretchers. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's going to die. Like, you know, I, yeah. I, I, had, I, had no, I had no idea. I had no idea it was a work or anything yeah. like that. But, so it was you know, still a shoot to you. Still a shoot to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, just over the years, like, I eventually came to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 23, like I said, at uh, Payback 2015. Um, I had a couple people over, and they were interested in wrestling and said, hey, you know, Tonight's payback. Can you want to watch it? I was like, yeah. Like how? How? You know, that's the first question. How, <laughs> how, how do I watch? How it? do I watch this? So it was basically my buddy said, "Oh yeah, I have you know the WWE Network," and I was like, "Okay, go ahead and you know you log in through my PlayStation because they mm-hmm. have the Apple Man." Um, yeah. Oh shit, my password expired. So I was like, Fuck. "Okay." So I ended up doing the free trial, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, whatever." Um, I watched it. Uh, the card. Kind of forgettable, I guess. You know, the the main event of that one was the uh, Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Randy Orton. Okay, so that was the payback. I, w- I was actually there. It was in Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fatal 4-Way, yeah, um, Rollins, uh, Reigns, Orton, and Ambrose, right? Yes, yeah, the Shield. The and, Brief Shield reunion yeah, the for brief shield re- 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what I was going to, that's what my next uh, comment was going to be. Uh, seeing them get Randy up for the triple power bomb and going through the announce table, I was like... <laughs> that's it. That's it. I'm glad I got you know this free trial. And it's, so uh, you were hooked, hooked, at that hooked on the triple power bomb through the announce table. Uh, yeah. So like, obviously now the whole shield kind of triple threat looming. I am beyond excited. So you've come like full circle. I've now. come full circle. I didn't actually see the shield break up. Yeah. I've gone back and watched this watch shield break up. 
Um, but yeah, so taking taking Randy Orton out of the mix, I you know, I mean we'll talk about that right. eventually when we get to that <laughs> part of the podcast about this triple threat uh, coming up here at uh, Battleground. Um, but yeah, I got to watch the payback uh, thing, and then I started watching Raw the next week. I obviously I couldn't couldn't tell you what happened. Yeah, so um, I originally thought you were a 26-year-old. No, 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 just started a year and a half I just ago. look, I just look. You know, <laughs> I don't have a, a, a baby face or anything like that. Um, but no, yeah, and then uh, I think it was Elimination Chamber. Um, that was the next pay-per-view, so mm-hmm. I kind of got to watch a little bit of the build to that. Yeah. Um, I got to see the New Day a little bit, and we'll get to them eventually mm-hmm. at some point. Um yeah, and then this guy named Kevin Owens comes out on <laughs> Raw, and I'm like, I know who the guy. hell is this guy? <laughs> you know, me, I've only been in the product for, you know, a couple yeah. weeks at this point in time. So you were not all the way into NXT. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? You know, he thinks he's just coming out here and, you know, start doing whatever. He steps on the U.S. <laughs> yeah. title belt. Um, and then at Elimination Chamber, he beats the face that runs the place, mm-hmm. and that kind of was like, oh. <laughs> this guy's uh, he's serious about you know, coming in here and yeah. making an impact. Unbelievable match, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, and from there, it was like, okay, so this, this I can watch this, too. It's on the network. So I kind of went back and watched a little bit of NXT, and I've been watching NXT ever since, too. So, um, yeah, I have, like, a special place in my heart for uh, Randy Orton and Kevin Owens. <laughs> they kind of hooked me onto both of the mainstream products that WWE's offering as of right now. So now, so. would you say, now, what would you say made you fall in love with wrestling? Because um, I'm assuming it wasn't, Maybe I mean, it was love it, at first sight. I, don't I mean, know. It, Randy Orton hooked me, but um, I didn't fall in love completely until we went to Raw in December or okay. November. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were there. I was there. That um, was when uh, that was when Roman Vince finally, yeah, Vince came back <laughs> and Roman finally uh, got over for a couple hours. I guess. Yeah. Um, it was <laughs> yeah, the two hours. It was, <laughs> it was. It was absolutely electric in that building. I. I the match to start was kind of a snoozer, and I mean, we didn't really think anything was going to happen out of it. Um, and Mr. Spot Caller over here, Derek McCauley, uh, you know, kind of does the duck of the bro kick spear and one, two, three, can, or however the match ended. But um, the you deserve a chance and all that stuff, it was just, it was it I'm was good crazy. fun at parties. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to a party with you, but I would guess you are. I'd, I'd bring you to the guess. It's the Irish. It's the Irish. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that was it. And, so you uh, fell in love that night. Fell in love that night with Roman Reigns yeah. winning the uh, WWE. Now, did you like Roman going into that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I had any problem with him. I um, the payback match, it was you know it was what it was. It wasn't anything blown out of the water. I did go back and watch at Extreme Rules the match he had with Big Show, which mm-hmm. he pulled a match out of Big yeah, Show. That was a good match. That that match was really good. Um, I know I never had any problem with Roman. You know. Or anything like that. I mean, I understand that people kind of have this thing about stuff getting thrown at them. And it's always like that. You know, yeah. if they want you to think this way, oh, no, we're going to think this way. Yeah. Or, you know, it's the same. Historically, it's been like that. You know, like Rock the same way. How mm-hmm. they ended up booing him and then eventually yeah. came around to him. So there's still hope for Roman. Um, They'll get there eventually. They will get there eventually. I just don't know when. Because, yeah. you know, he has like this whole little, you know, check mark on his sheet or whatever. Um Whatever he got popped for. Um, yeah, we may never know. Yeah. That didn't help him. No, absolutely not. I feel like a lot of people are going to have a, even more of a disdain now. Mm-hmm. People that are Seth Rollins fans, which, yeah. you know, I consider myself a Seth Rollins fan, Shield fan in general. Um, yeah, they're not going to take it easy on him by any means. No. So, I mean, it's going to be even more of an uphill battle for yeah. him moving forward. 
Um, yeah, they're trying yeah. to use Seth Rollins to build sympathy for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's, it's definitely not working. The whole Rollins <laughs> report thing uh, the last week on Raw um, was hilarious. Oh, they was just kind of spliced the videos <laughs> together, and like it's so obvious that he's got the title in his hands <laughs> over his shoulder at one point. It's sitting up behind him. He's got his hair down. He's got his ponytail or man bun or whatever is going yeah. on. It just um, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was different. But, no, different mean, shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if anything, it. It made me like like Seth more. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't make me feel any sympathy towards Roman. Um, it's exactly but no, I don't. What have, I made. I, I felt the same way. Like it, it's it's allowing no. Seth to be funnier. Yeah, like and, it's giving him more depth yeah. as like the, as the heel <laughs> that he is. It's not. It's not doing what I guess they wanted it to do. I yeah. mean, I, I you know, that's their choice. They, it's their product. They can do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. We're here to sit and talk about it. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. Now, was that the first? show you went to was that uh, raw no i actually went to the raw after SummerSlam. okay with a couple of my friends um oh maybe i lied <laughs> uh only about falling in love because that night that's was not pretty awesome. that's misremember okay misremember <laughs> yeah that night was pretty awesome i went with my friends uh eric and gage uh they both live up in new brunswick okay so i kind of went up there uh, I parked there. We took the train in to Brooklyn. Um, that that whole weekend is kind of a big deal, especially for Brooklyn now that they've had it there. You know, last year, this year, I yeah. think again through 2017. Um, the the whole weekend itself has a very polarizing feel towards mm-hmm. it. it. Kind of draws a lot of people <laughs> in. Um, but yeah, that then the night itself was pretty cool. The Dudley Boys came back, and oh, like, that was that me. Night. Like, I mean, I'm not a huge Dudley Boys fan because I only just came yeah. into it. But I've watched enough in that few months to know who the Dudley Boys right. were. Um, it was the debut of Braun Strowman. Okay. Uh, and as a Wyatt, everybody's favorite Wyatt. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like the Wyatt. I'm not not so high on Braun Strowman uh, just yet. Um, the other thing was they had the unveiling of the Seth Rollins statue. Oh, that's, that was both, a big night because he had won both belts. You yeah. know, the night before at SummerSlam from uh, Cena, and uh, Sting comes back, and that's another one like. Not that I knew so much about Sting because I wasn't really, and, at least and not really was. still in the WCW, mm-hmm. but I knew who the guy was, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate what ended up happening to him over the next few months with the whole neck problem, uh, but I'm glad that he got his place in the Hall of Fame, even though he dedicated a lot of his time to the other company. Absolutely, and he um, got to have two high-profile matches. Yeah, with arguably time. the future of the company. So I yeah, mean, <laughs> the past. And yeah, the I mean, I mean, it's not like Sting was going to win. You know, you right. know, going out put the putting the new guy over. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it would have been nice to see him win a WWE title, but, right. you know, say lovey. Yeah, not, not so one of the reasons I was very interested to talk to you, you you have a very different journey. Absolutely. As a wrestling fan than most people I know. Most people I know watch it as a kid. Some watched it all the way through. have been watching it for 30 consecutive years. Some people like me who watched it from, you know, age 5 to, you know, 20, 25, and then stopped and then got back into it in my 30s. You started very recently, yeah, as an adult. So just after your twenty-sixth birthday, yeah, just after you, a freshly turned twenty-six year old. So I ask everyone who their Mount Rushmore is. Their four favorites of all time. Most people have some people on there from a long time ago. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, very curious who your Mount okay. Rushmore is. I know you um, dove, dove into yeah. Product. So you watched I'm gonna I'm gonna go right ahead and do my personal Mount Rushmore, okay. and then I'll hit a couple. Uh, honorable mentions, as right. I call them, that probably could be on there mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. 
Uh, but for me personally, um, no. <laughs> uh, so my number one favorite of all time is the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. I think in in the ring, there's not. I mean, I'm not gonna say there isn't. As of right now, I haven't seen anybody else in the ring perform like he's performed in the ring. Right. Um, the both matches with the Undertaker, the match with I think Vince, it was 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the uh, the trash can spot yeah. through with the elbow, yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, Shawn Michaels. I mean, having the opportunity to meet him um, at the Icons of Pro Wrestling. Yeah, second time we ever met. Yeah, second time we ever <laughs> met. Um, that was that was right up there. It was awesome. I you know read both his books, mm-hmm. kind of got a little backstory on him. Um, like I said, my personal all time favorite. I don't. I I don't want to say that there won't ever be another person as good as him in the ring. Because I think that on the horizon you could see eventually, you know, someone becoming that yeah. type of person. Uh, but as of right now, all-time favorite, Shawn Michaels, he definitely deserves the immaculate position on there that I know Vince would love to see him just christened, <laughs> just christened right there, carved in stone, chiseled in stone, Shawn Michaels. Not to interrupt your Mount Rushmore, no, but you just made me think of something because I never really thought about this. I always assumed there will never be another HBK. Do you think when there is someone who rivals as the next HBK, You're gonna put me in spot. he will be treated the way LeBron James is? Oh, for being no. The, the, We're going to talk about LeBron? We don't need to. But I, I love mean, LeBron. But you know LeBron gets a lot of hatred because a lot of Michael Jordan fans yeah. can't stand okay. the idea. Oh, so you're saying like that. Yes. Okay, I didn't think He's about vilified that. by a lot of MJ yeah. fans who can't okay. stand the idea that somebody might be as good as yeah. you. Uh, do you think that will happen to a guy who rivals HBK, or do you no, think wrestling fans? No, I think that thrilled wrestling, to see. It? I mean, I, me personally, I would be happy to see it because I know Sean is Sean, and you have people that imitate him to a very T. And one guy comes, yeah, in one guy comes mind. in in mind that I. Yeah, 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 Braun yeah. Strowman, that's him. No, uh, yeah, I just. <laughs> Yeah, one guy comes Often to compared mind. to the to being the next HBK. <laughs> yeah, one guy one guy comes to mind that, you know, very personifies mm-hmm. Sean in the ring. Um I never thought about it like that though. Me as neither, far so in that basketball sense. I think he um, exists. Well, should I yeah, should I'm just gonna go out is? and say it. I think he's already on the I'm gonna go out and say it that AJ Styles in the ring, I don't think anyone on the roster like for the past fifteen or sixteen years that he's done it. I think that he has the best chance of being the best in-ring performer. I think people like Nakamura and other people that I'll get to later, I don't want to spoil yeah. anything, but, um, can attest to that as him being just one of those guys willing to bump all over the place and you know still get both the guys over. Um, as a heel, he's been a lot yeah. more oh, yeah, entertaining. Definitely. Is that yeah. what you were thinking as well, AJ no, Styles? Who were no, you thinking? He's probably thinking. Oh, okay, you, you told okay. me that before, actually. Yes, yeah, Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins to me is the modern-day Shawn Michaels. He doesn't have the pretty boy character or anything like that. But his in-ring capabilities, his way to get a great match out of anybody, he has the strength and physicality that Styles, frankly, lacks to a yeah. degree. Okay. Styles that's, has I mean, to, that's fair. Because Styles mm-hmm. has to evade a guy like John Cena. Seth Rollins yeah, can pick but, up a guy like John mm-hmm. Cena and hit him with a falcon arrow off the top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for a good portion, a good portion of the match uh, that they most recently had had, he was you know wrestling all all over. Him. Yeah, and you know I thought that the, the the story that they put into that was really well thought out. Um, how he just couldn't hang with like the, you know the, the technical part of it. Yeah, he said um, he was going to run circles yeah, around them. He, and he actually did, physically but, did it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think my sister might have walked into the room when I was watching, it, and I'm kind of like glued to the TV. Or whatever. She's, like, she's very quizzical about yeah. it. Um, 
But no, Cena goes for his two shoulder tackles, and then, you know, he goes to duck the swipe, yeah. and Styles does that, thing. he, like, kicks him in the, in the face, and I was like, well, I was like, he didn't, he didn't try to punch him. My sister's like, what are you talking about? But no, I, I, um, I think that AJ, I mean, he's old, he is up in years, and I totally understand why Derek would think that Seth Rollins, I mean, Seth Rollins, too, could definitely, at some point, replace him. He's pretty, not that he's, he's young, relatively yeah. young, compared to... You know, someone like AJ. What, how 30. old is Seth? I think he I think just turned twenty eight recently. Yeah, he's like 20. Yeah, he's pretty young. So huh? he's 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 very, got ten years. He's on. very new era. Yeah. AJ Styles has been thirty eight. Yeah. AJ Styles, for my money, I think is the best professional wrestler in the world today. Yeah. Personally speaking, number two very closely would be Nakamura. But I, I totally agree. I mean AJ currently right now on the roster, it's either him or Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Those two. I mean, the current HBK form and model exists. Yeah, yeah. I guess is what we're getting yeah. at. Yeah, the other thing, like eventually with the brand split, how how Derek was talking about Seth and AJ, I think they could really have some uh, some barn burners. I, I agree uh, with that. in the future here, depending on where they decide to go with the brand mm-hmm. split. But we'll talk about it more later. Yeah. So who's who's next? On okay, number two, uh, the biggest draw in company history, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> All right. Um, like you were saying, you know, before we started recording, the glass shatters. Everybody knows. What's coming. Uh, you know, opens up a can, a whoop ass on anybody who's standing in the ring. Uh, you know, the big uh, double birds to authority. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it's something a lot of people can relate to, and I think that, you know, merch, everything across the board. Um, again, the guy who can put on a show, he had, you know, all those matches with The Rock. I yeah. think 17, you know, being the most mm-hmm. um, notable, I guess, of the bunch. Uh, but yeah, that, and I think Rock, who I'll mention. You know, later, um, him and Austin, I think, are the two most recognizable athletes or wrestle professional wrestlers in recent memory that anybody can kind of know who they are, um, and it, it's a it's a conversation starter. Oh yeah, you know, people ask me, hey. I heard you like wrestling, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, oh, Stone Cold." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold." You yeah, know like I mean? Derek they're... mentioned the Hulkamania shirt last week. Yeah, if you were in an Austin 316 shirt, exactly. Going you knew, to know yeah, that exactly. Week. You were the cool kid with the Austin 316 <laughs> shirt. Don't cross that. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I wore that to the Foley show. Yeah, oh, that's right. I yeah, I wore that in a flannel. I had to, I had to, you know, cross them right together. Um, I was wearing I was wearing this in a different hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Steve Austin is definitely my number two. Um, well, in no order, my second personal yeah. list. Uh, my third personal list, I put John Cena. Um, me as being a new fan, he is the face that runs the place. He is. He has the most pull out of anybody. He does. Um, again, another super recognizable star. I think. His storylines are pretty accessible to people who aren't really into the product, and they say, "Oh, I know John Cena. Let me check out what he's doing." Yeah, and it's something that kind of um, you hop into. Um, he's hosted the Today Show, the ESPYS. You know, outside of WWE, he's a great dude. We were talking about it earlier. He's helped so many people with Make mm-hmm. a Wish, uh, things like that. I feel like a lot of people on the roster can learn from him, even though I don't know how he is backstage. But a lot of stories that you've heard are he's not the most you know, pleasant guy within the locker room. Yeah. Um, and I understand he's been there for a long time and has the most pull and he's in Vince's pocket or yeah. vice versa. You got to think he's almost separate from the locker room. Yeah, almost. Like he, he, like he has an office next to Vince yeah. or something. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's uh, nothing like that. But yeah, the, uh, the whole, the pol- the polarizing of the crowd. Um, I like John Cena. You know, I understand where people are coming from that he's been forced down your throat for the past 10 years. Not much. 
you know, I'm excluded. Now, I'm going to say the first real match that I saw him wrestle, he lost to Kevin Owens. So, yeah. you know, so, you know I, I don't know what you're talking about. So, you about. have the most, the most opposite point of view of John Cena. Yeah, I love John Cena. I love John Cena. Yeah, I love John Cena. No, my last person on the list, I put Ric Flair. I don't know if that's different or anything, but I think, you know, two-time Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. 16-time world champ. Uh, he's done it for a long time. Still, still is on TV every so yeah. often. Um, he was at he was in Brooklyn the night too. The Raw after uh, he had a oh, moment yeah. with Stewart and Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I put Ric Flair on there. Um, I can't say that I'm hugely versed in Ric Flair stuff. I just put him on there because of the uh, the resume. Yeah, he's he's done as like the last true great traveling champion. Yeah. Some of the best promos in the history of the business for Horsemen. His own belt. He's the only, maybe yeah. the only guy that everyone. He's not the only guy anymore. But he was the first guy to have his own belt that he had designed himself. So yeah, I think Ric Flair is a good addition to, yeah. to any Mount Rushmore. Yeah, uh, a couple honorable mentions I just mm-hmm. wanted to throw out. Uh, Hulk Hogan, obviously, you know he's people like my dad and my uncle. Those are the people that they can remember as a kid. <laughs> arguably um, the, the biggest ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, arguably the biggest ever. Um, in in the ring. Not the most athletic person around. Um, Derek can attest to this. When we <laughs> went to the Icons of Pro Wrestling Fest, we got to talk to Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Um, and Gary, uh, Derek's friend and my mutual mm-hmm. friend, he's a great guy, um, got to talking about uh, Orndorff's feuds with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And um, Gary kind of like you know gave him the elbow. Like, you really had to pull along in a couple <laughs> of those matches. And you know uh, he goes, yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know... Um, that's why Hogan didn't, didn't make it into the next for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a good little story. Uh, I also put The Rock on here. You know, again, huge star. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, like I said, I wasn't watching. Um, taking a step back, I think he might have left a little early to do the whole movie thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it worked out, you know, pretty well for him. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think that he has any, you know, reservations about leaving. Right. Uh, but that's why I didn't include him on my personal. Yeah, he didn't have Rushmore. longevity in no. in WWE. I mean, then again, so Austin really didn't either. But, that's true. But um, I just feel like Austin was the bigger the bigger star. He just was for me personally. Um, the other person I put on here was the Undertaker. I think Derek may have included the Undertaker, or at least talked about the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's the most respected guy in the history of professional wrestling. What he did with a gimmick of being dead for 25 years and being able to reinvent himself. It's a long time to be dead. Yeah, well, I mean, he did do the whole, what's it, uh, American Badass mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, being dead for 25 yeah. years, um, it's super impressive. And I mean, I don't know if he's gotten in them anymore. I haven't really heard about anything, yeah, having anything quiet. planned for Undertaker. But um, yeah, I also put him on my honorable, uh, honorable mention list. The other person I put as a joke, I put four different faces of Vince McMahon. <laughs> Just uh, emblazoned in stone. Um, I put that up there. That's his Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> it's his own awesome. Mount Rushmore. Is yeah, himself. exactly. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah. That's my, Mount, that's my Mount Rushmore. Like I said, people have wavering opinions on it. Um, that's the best thing about it is your yeah, Mount Rushmore so. is your it's own mine. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, if I'm going to you like. Yeah, exactly. If I'm, I'm a big proponent. It, it yeah, I'm a big proponent of nobody watches wrestling the exact same way nobody likes the exact same things so i make the argument all the time of like a lot of people don't like roman reigns because he's not aj styles or he's not seth Rollins. yeah everybody can't be those also guys. not as relatable yeah as <laughs> yeah you know, he's a hulking mm-hmm. you know huge long hair yeah the chicks everybody... gravitate towards that guy not yes. not not the not us not the smarks no <laughs> 
But if everybody was the same, it would get boring really fast. Exactly. So, so you can't, yeah. So that's why I like getting different opinions, different viewpoints. And yeah, anybody's around Mount Rushmore is their own opinions, what they like, who they think belongs there. So I would never begrudge anyone a single selection on their, uh, unless it was Goldberg. That, yeah. That'd be my, my only, my only he, exception. He had, Goldberg had a good York, podcast uh, with, with Steve Austin recently. See, I haven't listened to it. It's worth listening to. I, I thought, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I, I don't really know much about Goldberg yeah. besides he had a little streak thing and whatever, but I enjoyed it. Maybe I will listen to it then. I've been like boycotting it just because I don't like Goldberg. Okay. But maybe I'll give it, at your yeah, suggestion, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll give it, it a listen. It like, like I two said, episodes, right? Yeah, they did one episode that was like a majority of the stuff they were talking about. They, they talked about the whole thing with, um, I'm losing, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> Who was it, uh, Derek? I'm going to need a uh, historian question here. Breaking the fourth wall here. Uh, no, Diamond Dallas Cole Page. Cole Cabana Who was it, DDP? <laughs> no, they had, they, him and DDP had a great match. Who was the one that like did the shoot style on him? On Goldberg. On Goldberg? Yeah, like someone came out and like, actually tried to wrestle him, and he was like, what? Oh, um... They talked about it in the podcast. This was in WCW. And here I am. Yeah, so, yeah. Some, somebody here I am putting the podcast over, putting Stone Cold over, <laughs> somebody, um, somebody and I cannot remember. On, uh, on Goldberg. Someone like still in the business. Because the more prevalent story is the WWE one where somebody shot in on Kurt Angle. Yeah. And tried to shoot on an Olympic <laughs> champion and got yeah. destroyed. <laughs> Obviously. Well. And then Jericho had his actual fist fight with Goldberg. Yeah. Which See, to hear Jericho tell it, he won. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm, I'd, I'd like to believe that. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm in the process of reading Jericho's book, so he did talk about that a little bit. I have a theory that Goldberg's all smoke and mirrors. Anyway, Cody I've Rhodes, always thought that. <laughs> come, yeah, come back, please come back. Yeah, no, no I'll, I'll, stay I'll, far away. I'll remember. I'll, re- I'll remember who tried to shoot on Goldberg. Yeah, feel free uh, to, to, some to point, jump and I'll just scre- I'll just scream it out, and it won't make any sense. And then I'll come back and yeah, rewind in context and make sure that it makes sense. So your Mount Rushmore is your favorites of all time. Yes, I also like to find out who are your favorites currently. Who do you, who do you, it doesn't have to be limited okay. to four. It could be. Oh. <laughs> it was funny because I made, I made some notes just because like I want to make sure that I give. A shout out to everybody that I'm a fan of. Right. It's it's long. No, but, no but we're not going to go super long. I'm going to try to keep it, you know, maybe like a half a dozen or so. But however but many, we'll however many you okay. feel um, need to be mentioned. You're, all you're right. Free so my number one guy, my favorite guy is Dean Ambrose. I think his look is so unique as far as the three people in the Shield. I mean, when he was with the Shield, he kind of you know had to yeah. give it. But as far as when they split up. And did their own thing. Roman's still wearing the bulletproof vest. Like, he's still in the shield. Mm-hmm. Seth still has the black for the most part. Dean kind of looks like you found him on a street corner and, and said, hey, like, can you come <laughs> fight for me tonight? And, yeah, wet hair all in the Yeah, and I mean, he's just, he looks like a normal dude. Um, again, back to that elimination chamber. Uh, he had the match with Seth uh, for the title. J and J and were out. Mm-hmm. I, I like J and J. Me too. Just, I just want to like. I just slide in. I wish they came back, but they had the whole thing with Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So they they did that weird DQ finish. I don't know if you remember it vividly, but I do. Rollins kind of pulls the ref in front, and then Ambrose clips the ref, yeah. and they they forget about it for a little bit. <laughs> um, so the ref goes to count the pin, and Dean Ambrose pins Seth Rollins in the ring. I had only been watching the product. Or two. Yeah. I didn't know the rules. Yeah. Here I am. I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that Dean won the belt. And then like my friends are like, dude, it was by DQ. The belt yeah. doesn't change. And I was like, oh my God. I was devastated. 
And, so you um, found out the hard way. About I found out the, the hard the way about not. the DQ finish. Yeah, it was oh, it was terrible. Um, but that night, I. Uh, but how great is it that you could be that infested that you'd be upset? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, suspension of disbelief. That that's the whole. That's the personification mm-hmm. of that. Uh, went out, bought a Dean Ambrose shirt, and it's uh, it's been cool ever since. Yeah. So Love yeah, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, absolutely. Dean is. Uh, so now I have a question about Dean Ambrose. Okay. Uh, on our show, uh, one of the co-hosts, Aaron, and I have often argued about whether yeah, Dean has been too silly. Yeah. And not the lunatic that he is supposed to be. Okay. Have you, is this something you've picked up on? Do you care? I don't know the why other? they call him the lunatic. He, he had been the lunatic when <laughs> I started to yeah. watch. Um, and I feel like it's mostly just like a buzzword thing for JBL and Michael yeah. Cole to just... Which is, they're all buzzwords and yeah. commentary. Yeah. Just, it's... He doesn't need to be a lunatic to be a good wrestler, so I don't see any reason why they still use the whole moniker the lunatic. He's yeah. not. He's not doing anything crazy. They had that asylum match was a train wreck. Yeah, oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was. It was bad. And like, I hope that buries the. the I mean, they're still going to call him the lunatic fringe, whatever. They have merch that says lunatic fringe. Yeah. Okay. But um, no, I think I understand what I think. Aaron was saying mm-hmm. he was too silly. Um. I understand what, where he's coming from. That some of the stuff that he does with like the, the whole pot of plant thing, the rug, the scarf, <laughs> it, it comes off as being kind of funny and gimmicky and hokey. Um, but the promo from last week's Raw really struck a nerve with me as a Dean Ambrose mark. It was the most serious I've ever seen him in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It was also probably the best promo of the year. It was great, and I I could not be more excited for next week, and then also Battleground. It, yeah. it, it did exactly what it needed to do: is hype up this fight. I'll fight you anytime, anywhere. Let's do it. Yeah. And Dean's been like that guy all the time. Mm-hmm. He, when he was feuding with Owens, it was like, whatever, I'll face whoever I have to. Yeah. They put him in the, I think it was a fatal five-way or mm-hmm. whatever they call him, and he ends up losing that, yeah. that time. Um, but yeah, I mean, you never see him complain about anything, and I feel like that most most people like like to see that in him. He's, right. not, he's not one to work around things. He'll take anything head-on, <laughs> and I think... I hope this is turning a corner and getting away from the silly Dean Ambrose because I think he can definitely be taken seriously. Right. Uh, people like JBL like to put him down. I mean, I understand he's the heel commentator. That's what he's supposed to do. Uh, it just gets really annoying. It does. And I, I, especially as a mark for Dean. Like, yeah. I, I want to hear it. To your point about the promo doing exactly what it needed to do, I had been saying, like, Roman, not Roman, uh, Dean was almost portrayed as the little brother out of the shield. Like, Roman clearly yeah, was always clearly up here. The big, the big dog. Seth, yeah, Seth had the long title reign and got the huge <laughs> got the huge response when he came back, got put yeah. right back in his spot. And I always felt like Dean was, like, lagging behind, not yeah. through any fault of his own. No, and just that's that, the way that it was in yeah, the parts. And that promo, I feel like, put him yeah. right on their level. He's no longer Absolutely. the third guy. Yeah, I feel like all three of them are now on an equal playing field, and that's exactly what yeah, they needed I, to do. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, so Dean Ambrose is a good choice. Who else? Who else is on your, um, your half so, dozen to a dozen names? Yeah, so the next the next group of names that I put okay. on here was the New Day. Okay. So <laughs> initially... I know you own a New Day track jacket. I do own a New Day track jacket. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. It is. I, I haven't had too many people say anything to me. Which, really? Which is kind of disappointing, yeah. yeah I, kinda, I kind of want people to be like, oh, New Day rocks. <laughs> but um, they, they're, they're entertaining. Oh, they're I great. just... I mean, I understand, like, some people think they're a comedy act, but, you know, Big E, in the past year, has improved a lot in the ring. Kofi's been with the company for, I think, what, eight years? Yeah. That's not, some, that's not a number that I know. I'm just thinking. No, but roughly. You know, and uh, Xavier is a good third fiddle. 
I mean, he can wrestle too, by by all you know, by yeah. all means. Um, but he plays his role well as like the manager slash hype guy. You know, that's, yeah. that's what he's there for. The guy um, who you wanted to see get knocked out when they were heels. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like now he's the guy that everybody like in the New Day like, yeah. or not New Day in the WWE universe. Yeah. Place. But um, <laughs> I think I, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but that role after SummerSlam may or may not have been the debut for Francesca as well. I can't recall. I remember him having it at that event, but I do not know if he had it before that event. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, you might be right, though. Maybe. I don't, I don't I, I can't really remember. But, um, yeah, merch, everything, you know, across the board, they're super entertaining in and out of the ring. I think Kofi and AJ had a match a couple weeks ago. I think it was on SmackDown. That mm-hmm. was really, really, really good for, for a SmackDown match. Mm-hmm. You know, you really you don't get to see much of that. Um, but, yeah, at this point, I think the New Day are at this point of being over. Over as over can get. Um, they don't need the belts anymore. I think the belts need the New Day mm-hmm. more than the New Day need the belts. Um, who is going to step up and take those belts remains to be seen. Uh, initially, we had thought the club would be that group to come in. Mm-hmm. Now, the Wyatt family is you know in this feud with the New Day. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I like the club, and I like the Wyatt family, so I... They both of them. I could see them being yeah, a chance at some point. One. Yeah, um, but the new day they don't really need it. They're coming up on a full year. Yeah, range, I right? think so. Right, they might have passed the full year. I think they're co- they were coming up on uh, the Brian Kendrick and Paul London's ring, okay. or they already did that. I don't. know. It's they've been had, a while. It's been a while. A yeah, because <laughs> SummerSlam last year, I think they won them back from primetime players. Yes. So maybe maybe it is right. They're yeah. coming up on a year. Okay. Um, another gr- uh, another person I put on this list was Bailey. Good choice. I know that you like <laughs> Sasha Banks. I know that you like Becky Lynch. I'm going to go in the middle. So we got three go of the four Bailey. horsewomen right now represented. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one will pick Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte's all right. I like Charlotte. So do I. She hit that moonsault. No I, I popped for the moonsault. No, no Becky. She I had popped. a great moonsault. Yeah. Better moonsault than most of the guys that do it at this point. Her moonsault, I don't even know if that's going to pick me up. I her think mo- it will. Her moonsault reminds me of Kurt Angle's. Kurt Angle's moonsault was so beautiful, but he never hit anybody. Yeah, <laughs> she rarely hey, I, does. Yes, yeah. he would make sure to get full, just height, mm-hmm. spin, everything. He would land flat as a pancake. Yeah. Like <laughs> and then just sell it. Yeah. Oh. That wasn't even a sell, dude. That had to hurt so hard. If you've ever seen him miss one of those, Angle just ate it so hard. Yeah. Just right to the abdomen for those. Yeah, the only one I think I saw Charlotte hit was the one off the top rope. Uh, WrestleMania, yeah. yeah. Her moonsault yeah. is reminiscent. To the outside, I think mm-hmm. it was besides. Is reminiscent of Angle. It's a good comparison. I never thought of it, but... Also, a lot of people are using the frog splash now. Yeah. Yeah. Getting a lot of, a lot of play, the, yeah. the frog yeah. splash. They've yeah. also... They've been saying... They've been talking about Eddie a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean... Well, I think we figured out earlier what the whole Eddie movement was. With the whole Sasha Banks I gave thing. Sasha yeah, Banks the Eddie right. Guerrero U.S. title to sign. That inspired her to wear Eddie Guerrero ring gear. And, and now, the rest is history. Yeah, about the same. Now they won't home. stop talking about she it. Went, she went home and laid in bed at night and was just like, that really cool guy. That, <laughs> that really cool bald guy. Yeah, I, should, I should wear that Eddie Guerrero gear. Remember that Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero gear we talked about? I think we should go ahead with it. Let's now. pull it she out. Had, she even had cool guy from New Jersey. <laughs> just, yeah, you can't really see it. Stenciled on the side of the tights. Yeah, you need you need a, a microscope, I think, to see it. It was That's a Rob Patrick original. Idea. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so anyway, let's get back to talking about Bailey. She, I think out of the four of them, is the underdog. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. They've done this whole... They did it before where she was the underdog. The few that she's in now... 
kind of coming back from injury. It's kind of the underdog story mm-hmm. again. Asuka is still undefeated uh, in NXT. Um, I just think, again, she's pretty relatable. And initially, I was kind of leery because I'm like, this is kind of kiddie. You know, it was, it felt it was kind of hokey. Um, you know, the whole, uh, the hand yeah. gestures, the blow up man mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then like at some point in time, I guess it must have been Brooklyn or, you know, eventually when they were phasing Sasha to the main yeah. roster and Bailey as the, the head yeah, of the, over the women's division. That's when I kind of like realized like, she could really hold her own in the ring. And I think it gave her a lot of maturity in the ring. And as a character, in those two matches with Sasha, both the Iron Woman match and the match, uh, TakeOver. Unless yeah. those were the same. That was mm-hmm. the next TakeOver. Brooklyn. Yeah, it was TakeOver Brooklyn and then TakeOver yeah, Respect. Was it Respect? Yeah, I think it was Respect. Um, but yeah, she got a lot of uh, maturity out of that. Um, I think she could be a legit star in, in the company moving forward. Oh, yeah. I know that Sasha's looking for a tag partner in, mm-hmm. this, uh, in this feud that she's in now. So uh, Maybe. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> hey, make a couple phone calls. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, but but at battleground, yeah, not, not, right. maybe not battleground. So let's wait. <laughs> She'll find somebody else. Someone else will come out. And yeah. So the thing about Bailey is, as much as I'm a Sasha Mark, Bailey. So I went to the two original NXT shows that were in Upper Darby outside of Philadelphia. For anybody who's not local, and Bailey was clearly number four in that pecking order out of the four horsewomen. Yeah. They had the the four. The, the Fatal 4-Way match, the one night, Sasha and Charlotte were the main event one match. And it was clear that Sasha and Charlotte were the two faces of their women's division at that time. And I mean, then it's, three it's of them get like called up, and I met Bailey at the Performance Center back in September. She was the champion for eh, about two months at this point, maybe not even. And it, a week from then was going to be the Iron Man match. And she still, her neck was still messed up from when she landed on her head. Yeah. It broke Yeah, it took that, um, weird, that weird spill. But she, you could see that day, like, being the champion, she was one of the people who was, like, carrying that day. Like, there's 25 fans there that they're showing around yeah. this place. She was one of the people, step, Sami Zayn was there, he was still injured, um... He was like the most vocal, talking to everybody, yeah, telling seems, everybody everything, like, like super like personable. Um, but Bailey did a lot with a lot of talking to the fans, a lot of explaining things. And then when I saw her at Upper Darby again this past February, it was like night and day the performer she was. Where she Absolutely. was, she I, I was, think I was there the most recent one. Too. Okay, with Austin Aries debuted in the time yeah. match. Yeah, yeah sure. she was doing the uh, like the the Ty Dillinger perfect ten. Yeah, she did it all. Yeah, she was leading a lot of Bailey cheers. It was like she was she was the most entertaining person yeah. there. Probably, I think the the thing with Bailey is that she has a very unique marketability, and you always want to think about who your audience is, mm-hmm. and she's turned into someone that is literally marketable to anyone that's trying to watch the product. Yeah. If WWE can recognize that and run with it, I think that she could be you know, a huge star in the women's division. Yeah, I think she's going to be big. Yeah. I, we we know what the company is kind of notorious uh-huh. for doing. I really hope they just take a step back with the women's division and let them do their thing. It worked in NXT. It'll work up here. You just have to give them the time, you know, in the ring, outside of the ring. And like like you were saying on your show, it starts with two two stories. You can't yeah. just have one women's story mm-hmm. on a three hour show. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, even then, you have five hours a week. If you like, with the brand split, the pay per views are going to be two, yeah. sometimes two a week or every other week. 
you have all this time you need to dedicate it to this women's division. Yeah, you start. You have so much. Up. You have so much talent in there from the new, the newer people: Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Natty is still around. She's still, you know, a good hand in the yeah. ring. Um, you have other people. Naomi, I don't know where the hell she's been. She was hurt, and then she was uh, filming the Marine Five. Okay. With the I, I haven't. I, maybe she's on main event. I have, be, yeah, you have to ask Aaron. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Where, 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 uh, yeah, where, biggest, where Naomi? Yeah, the biggest, uh, <laughs> the biggest main event. For main event. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I mean Naomi's good enough in the ring. You know that she could she could definitely play a role. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like Dana Brooke. I like Dana Brooke. Um, she has a lot, of, a lot potential. of potential. Exactly. That's where it really stems from. In the ring, she leaves a lot to be desired. Right now, um, she has like this look about her. That is kind of like very female bodybuilder kind mm-hmm. of thing that a certain uh, chairman of the board yeah. <laughs> might take a liking to. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting to see where they decide to go, but I definitely think they need to take a step back and let let them do their own thing. I agree with you completely. Now, is there anybody else oh, you I want got, to mention I got, now? I got, I got as many as you want to mention. Okay. I don't want you to leave anybody off that you're afraid of. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just rattle a couple okay. off and try to just do a quick word. Uh, Sami Zayn, I gotta give a shout out. There, I know he loves Sami Zayn. He, uh, I didn't really see a lot of Sami Zayn because he was hurt for a majority yeah. of the time. Uh, kind of went back and watched a couple things with him and Neville and stuff like that. Really took a liking to him. Uh, very charismatic, energetic kind of guy. It's really fun to see uh, on television. Uh, Nakamura, I watch a lot of New Japan, so I'm kind of familiar with Nakamura. You know, watched him quite a bit. Um, I'm so 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 glad that he is with WWE. Same here. I. People are going to be very surprised when he eventually hits the main roster what kind of reaction he's going to get. Because if he's not getting a reaction, he'll get a reaction. He'll, he'll squeeze something out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, the Kinshasa, as they're calling it now, is one of the most exciting things. And part of it's Tom Phillips and Corey Graves, yeah. the, way, the way they kind of build to it. Yeah, they really and then, you know, Corey over. Graves just goes into overdrive, you know, <laughs> and he just, he just sells the hell out of it. Um, but yeah, Nakamura's a guy I think on the main roster, whenever that time comes, obviously I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be sometime next year. Um, I think he's going to make a big splash. I think he will too. Uh, a couple other people I have on here, Scott Dawson, particularly, I am not a fan of Dash Wilder no. whatsoever. <laughs> I think Dawson has the look, he kind of, he's got the arm look, you know, mm-hmm. um, I like how they click the belts together. Yeah, um, me too. I mean, I, I, it, part of me is like, isn't that going to mess them up? But part of me is like, that's cool. Like, those guys are cool. It is. And those belts, which I, I found out at the Performance Center, like in WWE, you have your own belt. When somebody okay. wins it, they give you and they'll make it your own. Ones. Those NXT belts are the same belts they've oh, been. So they're, okay. Like, Bailey said, this is the belt Sasha carried around. This is the belt Charlotte carried around. There's the NXT the tag belts. belts, so yeah, I'm, I'm assuming those belts have been through a lot of wear. That's a lot of. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I like I like Scott Dawson a lot in particular. Now, um, do you like them as a tag team? Or yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're okay as a tag. Yeah, no, as a tag team. Yeah, I don't know how long Dawson would last on his own. Yeah, just because the whole their gimmick is heel. They work together in tandem, old school tag team wrestling. I think they work best as a tag team. Um, I don't think they would have any prolonged singles runs in them. I mean, who knows? I, know. can, only, I can only imagine how they would bill Scott, Scott Dawson on his own. <laughs> I think that they would probably call him the last of a dying breed. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it might not be the worst gimmick. Since it was basically just Bull Dempsey's gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he, he yeah, already where's died. He at? Where's he at? Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Well, he was at uh, Icons Fest, too. Yeah. He's kind of shorter than I expected him to be. Uh, yeah, he was. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big dude, but not tall. as tall now. Um, another person I put on here is Jason Jordan. I like Chad Gable, too, but Jason Jordan, I will never, 
not pop with a strap <laughs> pulled down every time it gets me. Yeah. The two out of three falls uh, a couple weeks ago on NXT. Um, I actually watched it last night. I'll, I'll you know, I'll come clean. <laughs> I haven't been as up on NXT as I am right now. Um, oh man, he is just electric. <laughs> I think him and Big Cass should have a hot tag off. Oh and man, just to see who I mean, just be a to see who finish, would have the hottest tag yeah. of the two of them. Both of them strong as hell. Cass is kind of a little bit more limited as far as wrestling goes. Yeah. You know, I, not that I have a problem with no, doing he's, what he's, he's doing. Great he's great. For as exactly what they're guys. doing. Yeah, you know, big boot. He's got the mm-hmm. whole, you know, lineup. He's got to check off each one. Mm-hmm. I Nothing against him. I understand. But Jason Jordan, pick, pick, picking up dudes, throwing dudes. He's made one of the most explosive guys they have. Yeah, and he's been there for a while, I guess, too. See, that's yeah. not something I've really known. I've only really seen him with American Alpha mm-hmm. and him kind of being reluctant to tag with Chad Gable. Yeah, because he was a tag partner with Ty Dillinger for a okay. little while. They were calling him like the Blue Chippers or something. Oh, I don't know if you remember awful. that. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. pretty awful. Yeah, yeah, well, that was back when they were both also just total jobbers. Yeah. Like, they were just they lost to everybody. Were, and now granted, they're arguably two of the most over guys. Now, granted, yeah. granted, Dillinger still kind of is. He's super over, but he's still basically... Oh, he loses to everybody. He's basically just losing <laughs> to people. Yeah. So he's got the Zack Ryder effect, but he hasn't been worn out quite as bad as Zack yet. Right. Like, people don't believe... Like, when he won the IC belt at Mania, people... Thought blew, he was getting the push. It blew their mind because it was just like, wow, he's a non-factor. He yeah. just won the belt. That's crazy. Yeah, he was like the one guy who was like, well, I know he's not going to win. Dillinger, <laughs> I can believe, I don't 100% think he's going to lose every time. Well, I think they need to hit that ten, that 10th loss at yeah. least so they can do the, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> 10 losses. And then maybe it'll start to pick up for him there. Yeah, but both of them always had some kind of talent. Yeah. Dillinger was more build a character, and Jordan was always just a specimen. Yeah. yeah so I mean, putting him with another equally incredible physical specimen and just technical wrestler like Chad Gable, it's a perfect team. Yeah, yeah. It was, and, and Chad Gable has brought a lot of personality out of Jordan. And oh, the, definitely. Yeah, I mean, part part day. of the strap the strap pulling is just where, yeah. you know, they, they kind of like Hulk up each other. <laughs> it's Angle-esque. Yeah, it is. They're the modern team Angle. Mm-hmm. They're Haas and Benjamin. The world's greatest tag team. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you? Do either of you think we'll ever see Kurt Angle? Yeah, and that, uh, managing. I was about to say that's where right that's. Now. I hope so. <laughs> um, I know there's been a lot of dirt sheets swirling mm-hmm. about. Oh, he talked. Kurt talked with Triple H, and they have something set up. Yeah, and or, I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't have anything set up. But yeah, I would love to see Kurt come back, even if it is just to manage them, you know, for a little while on the main roster. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of Jason. Yeah, he's great. A um, couple other ones I like, Seth Rollins, obviously. It's hard to not like Seth yeah. Rollins. Uh, Cesaro. A lot Cesaro of fun. My, my buddy Eric one. likes Cesaro, so I gotta give a shout out to Eric. Yeah. Um, now, not the Eric that's banned. No, not, no, the, not, not the, the Eric Not the banned. suspension. Not yeah, suspension. I don't want to get in any hot water with any Eric's. So. We, would, we would never give him publicity. Well, this is an unsanctioned show. So oh, I well, think, I'm, I think not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to him. Uh, but yes, my, my buddy Eric really likes Cesaro. Um, Wish he would get a push. Wish Cesaro would get a push. I thought it was going to happen after he won the the Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant. See, I wasn't, I wasn't there. But I did yeah. go back and watch it, but yeah. I was hoping that it would happen then, then he became a Paul Heyman guy, and then, like, nothing happened. No. And it's kind of been the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he's, you know, super strong, athletic. The swing is exciting. How do you feel about the James Bond slash Jason Statham? I like it. So you're a fan of it? I do. Okay. I, know I like how he comes out of the side, something different, you know, distinguishes himself from Now, do you like the that roster. they have the 007, like, yeah, gun barrel behind them? Yeah, why wouldn't <laughs> I don't know. Some people don't like it. I don't know. I, th- I think... 
I had some people on my show, oh, some other okay. people I've talked to. Not the suspension. No. Okay. I don't I don't I don't know if he's on record one way or the other. I know he likes Cesaro. I think I mean the thing with him was always having a character. And I think he's getting to build one. And some of him is yeah. like who he can play off of, so he can play off some guys a little better than others. Yeah, like some, like a guy like Miz, I think, him and Cesaro can really play off of each other as far as their personalities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, I think the, most of the criticism I've heard of Cesaro is that he can't really articulate promos to the crowd. He can play off the crowd. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gets everybody riled up or he does the, you know, around the ring, mm-hmm. uppercut or whatever. But yeah, he's, he has a hard time articulating promos. Um, part of the business is knowing how to talk and talking well. I understand the criticism, uh, but I think he has a lot more to offer in the ring. Yeah. And part of it, like you said with Paul Heyman, is giving him a mouthpiece that can talk. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out with Paul, but hopefully they can find something, you know, that maybe add on to Cesaro and kind of give him the push that he deserves. Yeah, I felt like he got he got to show more personality. He was developing more personality when he was in the tag team with Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Because they were kind of like this sarcastic, like, you know, everything they'd say, fact. Fact <laughs> after everything they said. He got to be a little bit more funny and show a little more personality in that tag team. And then, unfortunately, what happened to Tyson Kidd happened yeah. to Tyson Kidd, yeah. and Cesaro has been finding his way ever since. But I think he's in a better spot now than he has been in a while. Oh, but he definitely had great I think, matches. Every yeah, week. I think part of, part of Shane coming back, you know, making it feel like mm-hmm. that something new, and yeah. you know, kind of taking Vince out of it. I mean, someone's booking raw. It's not right. Shane. It's not Shane McMahon. Yeah, but seeing the newer guys kind of get a little bit of a push. For a minute there, it was kind of boring because it was the same four guys mm-hmm. in different matches over and yeah. over and over again. <laughs> um, but they were all entertaining matches. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Cesaro is a guy who super, you know, freak can pick up, you know, when he does, like, the vertical suplex and it's just, like, all the blood rushes yeah. to their hand. <laughs> you know, he does it for, you know, 10 or 15 seconds or whatever before eventually, you know, turning it over. Um, yeah, I think, you know, why not? Yeah, Cesaro, definitely, like, a unique... Guy, he's more athletic than you'd think. Oh yeah, he's one of the strongest guys in the company. Yeah, I think so, I think probably hands down, I think Cesaro probably is the strongest guy in the company. Yeah, he's he and he shows both, um, which is good. He showcases both of those abilities, and like you said, he knows how to get a reaction from the crowd. Yeah, his hand gestures yeah. or any gestures he Even does, like, he you gets know, a when response. the swing's coming, mm-hmm. you know, he, you know, he gets his his finger up in the air, and everybody's like, yeah, you know, almost, and he's. It's not like he's swinging, you know, cruiserweights. Yeah. You know, he's swinging around big, big dudes. Yeah, big guys. He's Kevin Owens. Yeah. He's done it to the Big Show, I believe. Like, he's done it to some yeah. very no, heavyweight nothing. guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just said Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is another one on my list. Like I said earlier in the podcast, like, I always have a spot for Kevin Owens. Initially, I was like, what a dick. Yeah. You know, but now I think that he's, you know, probably the best heel that they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, AJ too. Yeah, you know, AJ is playing the heel right now, but um, Owens has been healed the whole time. Consistently, just a great heel yeah. that gets under your skin. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I guess we'll segue right into Adam Cole. I have my Adam Cole shirt <laughs> on. Anybody can see it. Um, Adam Cole and Kevin Owens both have great timing as heels, and they'll come out. They'll get that initial pop. You can hear it on Raw. Mm-hmm. People like Kevin Owens. People like you know the internet wrestling yeah. community and smarts. Every well, not all, not all, most, Some, most of them. Um, they have great timing, and they just—they're getting their uh, good reaction, and then they'll say something, and it'll piss you off, and mm-hmm. you'll get the booze, and they yeah. know when to get the booze. Even in the ring, Owens in the ring—I don't think there's anybody else better talking in the ring mm-hmm. and not talking, calling spots, yeah, like a certain yeah. uh, Shawn Michaels uh, <laughs> faker. Um, 
want to mention his name. I don't think we're going to. Yeah, you don't I'm going to try to go as long as possible Good. without saying his name. Good, we've gone a while. We've gone probably about 45-ish minutes. Oh, are you talking about Dolph Ziggler? Oh, <laughs> fuck you, Derek. <laughs> if anybody was going to do it, God that's who it would have been. D-Mac, as he's been named by, yeah. by the guys on my show. I don't know if you're aware fuck of Dolph the... Ziggler. <laughs> I, mean, I, I haven't really. Like, I, I know. I, I know this is unsanctioned, right. and, and there's no, uh, you know, cursing uh, limit. But fuck Dolph <laughs> no, I will fine. say that. I, That's I, I kind of say that without whatever. saying that every week. The the one thing I, w- I gave him credit for was every time I talk about him, I just say I hate the whole you know I try really hard gimmick. It's like yeah. the old Lionheart Chris Jericho gimmick from when he started in WCW. I like that they at least acknowledged it. Yeah, with the phone call. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, Mom, I tried real hard. I lost again. It was close, though. I was like, okay, I'll at least tip my cap Yeah, to that and the Vicky Guerrero thing yeah, was, was, was hilarious. Great. But yeah, I'm just not not, not very big on No, music. I'm not a fan. Um, and then AJ Styles again. Like I said before, you know, I, I, I think he has that potential to be the next. Well, not the next, but in ring, one yeah. of the best, you know. Ne- right next to Shawn Michaels, if not surpassing. Yeah, him. matches we'll, are great. No yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, with. yeah, I know, like I said, the Kofi one on SmackDown was excellent. I think he might have did Woods as well. That I think they they, they squeezed a good one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did have a good match with Woods. I forgot yeah, that was I, on SmackDown. I think right. Yeah, it, it might have been. But yeah, um, I'm also I'll give a shout out to Gallows Anderson as well. Um, like I said, I watched quite a bit of New Japan, so I know who they are. I've seen them. Uh, Carl Anderson in New Japan. He they had this thing when they were um, in a feud with the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, and Maria. Um, and Carl Anderson would just get so fixated with Maria. And it would start costing him matches. So, like, eventually I think... Despite they, his smoking hot Asian wife? Yes, despite his smoking hot Asian wife, who I can uh, go out and say she's pretty smoking hot. All right. Well, good yeah, for you, I've, Carl seen, I've seen, a, seen a few, a few <laughs> pictures online. She's not like that. All right. Carl Anderson um, did well for yourself. But, yeah, just, like, I think that... It's, Another bald guy with a beard? <laughs> hey, it must be a thing. I'm going to I'm gonna have to shave my head. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Hey, yeah, we'll it's worth see. a shot. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I'll give a shout out to Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows or Doc Gallows. Or Two good Festus guys. Or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, 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 whatever moniker you want, you want to give them. Yeah. Now, were they the last guys you wanted to give a oh, shout out no. to? Was there anybody else? All right. Proceed. Okay, so I mentioned Adam Cole earlier. Uh, I have this shirt on. Um, Ring of Honor is something that I sort of picked up by accident, To at least the way that I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh, this is on. And I started watching it. I think Derek might have mentioned something at some point. Or you know what? It might have been it might have been you with this Jay Lethal shirt. Could have been. When we met the first yeah. time, you may have heard the story last uh, two weeks ago with Derek. We met at the McFoley Helium event. Yeah, which was at great. the meet and greet afterward. We happened to they happened to be right in front of me in line. And uh, yeah, I was wearing the Jay Lethal shirt because it has McFoley's name on here. Yeah. Uh, the first time I met McFoley, he popped because I wore my legit boss t shirt. Yeah. Before everyone had them, yeah, he wore he wore his legit ball shirt yeah. to the uh, the Knicks first beef event, yeah, the Matty Mill events uh, with payback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I walked in, his manager saw it, and he said, "Make sure Mick sees that shirt." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, obviously okay. he's going to see it." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah I'm wearing it. <laughs> I so. can't hide it. So in line, we're probably like fifth or sixth in line, and he saw the legit ball shirt, and he called me up. He said, "Now if that's not pandering, I don't know what is. <laughs> nobody appreciates pandering more than Mick Foley." Because he made a career out of it. Yeah. So I got a cheap pop from Foley. And my friends Aaron and Eric were with me. Uh, the suspended Eric Trimbicki. Uh He signed all of our stuff. And he just starts telling us all kinds of stories. We were with him for like 15 or 20 minutes. He, Which was cool. I felt bad yeah. for some of the other people in line. But I was like, this is cool. Like, I was like, I'm they, glad they I They had wore, the opportunity. Yeah, I was like, I'm glad I wore this shirt. 
And, um, you know, eventually I was like to a point where I was like, I don't want to monopolize any more of your time. Can we get a picture real quick, you know, with the legit boss t-shirt? You know, Sasha should see it or whatever. And yeah, he was, he he was like, yeah. He goes, yeah. yeah. And he goes, you know, I want to get a picture of this on my phone too. Boom. He and has it. He handed his phone to somebody right. in line. You know, he puts his arm around me and uh, takes the picture. He looks at it. He goes, oh, it's all crumpled up because he was like leaning across. <laughs> so it was like all bunched up. He goes, oh, you can't see it. He goes, all right, let's take one more picture. I'll stretch that bad boy out. <laughs> so he reached around me and, like, <laughs> held the shirt up like this. If you look on our Matt Man, his Facebook page, you can see the picture. So you could read it, and he's pointing at it. And I was like, how cool is that? Like, Mick Foley took a picture of me phone. on his phone. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and no then, one else saw yeah, it. Yeah, and then... Well, and after that, you were probably looking like... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is exactly it. oh, man. If you had the opportunity to like, go on YouTube and find some of that Carl Anderson... Uh, Bullet Club versus the Kingdom. Well, I will. Um, I'm glad that you dude, mentioned it's, it's it, dude. Oh, he does like this weird, like, cause like he does like this weird, like Spanish kind of like, like. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Well, well now I need. To I see wish it. he. They would let him do it here. But I was gonna say I haven't seen that level of personality. Or no, exactly, out of him yet, exactly. So, so not admit, interrupted, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Back to Adam. Back to Adam. Yeah. Evil. So back to Adam Cole. Um, I started watching. I guess it was around this time. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole were typing in his future mm-hmm. shop. Uh, pretty entertaining. Both guys are really good wrestlers. Um, Adam Cole eventually turns on Kyle O'Reilly and they kind of go their separate ways. Uh, it was really interesting. They had a couple matches, I think, um, fall out from that. Um, and then I think Adam Cole might have got hurt at some point. Because he just came back, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I should know, because I like Adam Cole, <laughs> but I don't. Um, I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, so he comes back at the Global Wars pay-per-view, I think, I guess it was in June. June? Maybe May. May or June, uh, with the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. uh, alongside the Young Buffs, and they have the whole super kick party. I don't know. Yeah. If you, I don't know if you've actually <laughs> seen like the end of Global Wars. You know, Carino, or excuse me, Mr. Mr. Wrestling Three has a, <laughs> has a super kick ticker, and it's oh, at the really? bottom yeah. corner of the screen, and they're going to do because I think the main event might have been the uh, or no, it, the Bucks were going for I think a tag title, yeah. and they were going to have the ticker up, and I don't think they threw a super kick. Mm-hmm. And, and Mr. Wrestling <laughs> Three was, you know, so upset that there wasn't, you know, any super kicks or anything. You know, that's their the whole shit. Yeah. Um, then you know you get to the main event with uh, Cabana and Le- Cabana and Lethal, which we will be fortunate enough to see tonight at yep. the after aftershock tapings over twenty three hundred. Why I actually brought out anyone who watches the show regularly, I always have all WWE belts. But because they'll be watching the show at e- the former ECW arena, I brought the old ECW. World Heavyweight Championship, and then the two, the Ring of Honor World Championship and Television Championship. So, Russ, you were the first person. I've been asked to bring these before. Oh, really? You were the first person that got these to get broken out that's, on that's, the show. It's an honor. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited about tonight. Like I said, so, Lethal and Cabana. We'll get to see them again tonight. They were also the main event for Global Wars. Uh, ended in, a, I guess, a no contest. Uh, lights go out. Bullet Club was supposed to be getting a new member. Is it going to be Lethal? Is it Cabana? Here comes Adam Cole. It was it was beautiful. I think they might. How have much did you mark out for that? Well, I mean, he wasn't I, he wasn't there. Okay. I was in my in my room, and I'm like, oh my god, who's it gonna be? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> you know, and then I you, know, you, know, you throw off the Adam yeah. Cole thing, you know. Um, I, I it was so I'm just really excited to see in your wildest Adam Cole dreams. Did you think it could be Adam Cole? Yeah, I mean, okay. he hadn't been around. 
Who, I mean... So you were a little bit prepared for it, but still... Yeah, I mean, like, obviously I don't think you're going to have your, your champ at this point, mm-hmm. you know, be the little club. Cabana's not around often enough, so... Yeah. When they came out with the two t-shirts, I don't... <laughs> it had to be someone from the back, so, yeah. you know, who was it going to be? And I think they proceeded to throw up, like, 50 super kicks or something. So, <laughs> so the ticker was rolling, and then, you know... So it was a big super kick party. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said before, I think he and Kevin Owens would have great timing in his heels. Um, I'm really excited to see what he has to do, and I think he will end up being the guy to take the belt from Lethal at some point in time. I don't know if it's going to be the next pay per view or down the road. Um, yeah, Lethal. We'll if, talk about uh, we'll talk about year, Lethal coming up. Oh, past a year. We'll talk about that later because I want to talk about a little Ring of Honor. Okay. Uh, stuff. Yeah, I haven't after. watched it in a while, so okay. I'm, I'm ready to get. I mean, I'm not education. gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> spew a bunch of stuff out. But I just, I just want to hit a couple things. I'll bring him on a couple, couple more New Japan guys, and then okay. move on to whatever you want to talk like about. Like I said, take your time. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay. Him and Nakamura <laughs> had a match at the climax <laughs> last year. It's probably my favorite match. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like ever. So that, so that would have been my next question. Yeah, was what's your favorite yeah, it's match on. of all it's time? On. It's so on. okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, Tanahashi. It just it's like thirty minutes long. Uh, the drama between the two. It's the basically the G one format for those not familiar. Uh, it's round robin, mm-hmm. uh, and the winner of each of the two box blocks face off in a final. The final, the winner of the final goes on to face whoever the IWGP Heavyweight mm-hmm. Championship or champion holder at Wrestle Kingdom, which is the biggest New Japan event year in terms. Yes, um, you could tell there was a lot on the line in the match. Both guys were working their asses off <laughs> to, to pull it off. Thirty minutes. The final five minutes are the most nail biting I've experienced. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. And that doesn't happen often enough, so it's great when it does. Yeah, and, then, and this is something that, it happened, I guess, last year, because the G126 is this year. Uh, I think it actually starts mm-hmm. this coming week. Um, so, yeah, it was last year. They showed it on Access TV, I think, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I had the opportunity to watch it again. Uh, I probably watched it like three or four times since. <laughs> I love it. The, the fin- like I said, the, the, the finish to the match is very... So now, did you have a rooting interest in the match, and that's where um, the biting your nails came from, or was it just you were just that invested in the match, no matter which way? The match in general, it was really exciting because it was like, okay, who's who's going to win and go to fi- to face? I think it must be Okada. Mm-hmm. I think. At no, that it time, is. at that time. Um, yeah, I just it made me fans of both of them. Uh, Tanahashi's another guy who probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's put himself through so much. He's been with New Japan. He's the fa- he's the John Cena of yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, been with the company for as long as I know of, you know, which is very long, I guess. Um, but no, I have seen a bad match of his. He's also one of, like I said, one of the best in ring. And I think he might be have gone on record saying that AJ Styles is the best person he's worked with in the ring before. They also have great matches so, too. Yeah. You can always go back and watch mm-hmm. Styles and Tanahashi as well. Uh, Tanahashi was supposed to have a match with another person that I had on my list is Kenny Omega. They're supposed to have a ladder match. Uh, unfortunately, Tanahashi couldn't compete. I guess his neck or shoulder yeah. was bothering him, and he, he wasn't going to wrestle. Uh, Michael Elgin stepped in, who is kind of the protege of Tanahashi. He also was working with Ring of Honor a lot. They had a good match, but I was really, really excited for Kenny Omega uh, versus Tanahashi. You don't like Kenny Omega? No, I like Omega. I don't like Elgin. Uh, you don't like Big Mike? Big Mike's okay. I don't have anything wrong. I've seen Mike Elgin wrestle four times live. He's botched every single Okay. <laughs> He's got a perfect botch rate. Okay. Perfect four for four. Well, I, don't know if, I don't know if he's going to be there tonight, but I might have to let him know that you got some beef with him. That's, that's fine. The no, I don't have any crowd usually has beef but, with him. Yeah. But to, to Derek... <laughs> you will be the only one. Yeah. Derek did say that he did have a... I think they did have a botch at all. Okay. But 
whatever. But yeah, Kenny Omega is super entertaining. This whole cleaner, this whole cleaner thing is just hysterical. One of the more recent uh, Ring of Honor TV shows that they had, um, the Bucks threw a banana peel on the ground. Okay. And I think after, right after they super kicked whoever Omega was fighting. And the ref comes over and like looks at him and he's like, what? He slipped on his banana peel. <laughs> and then uh, Omega comes around and grabs his broom and cleans up the outside of the ring. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that and his fish are the one-wing angel. Is, it's crazy. Yes. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the cradle and then, mm-hmm. you know, straight the driver. Yeah. One of the more dangerous looking. Yes. Which I think we'll talk about that too later. As far, as far as cradle, fisherman, buster. Yeah, yeah, we will uh, get into that. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, and then Shibata and Naito. Shibata is one of those shoot style guys. Um, he does this like this corner basement drop kick thing. I, it looks like it fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, he kind of like makes you cringe, like thinking like, how could anyone stand in the ring with this guy and like take him on for ten to fifteen minutes? Um, he's a guy like in a Naito. He's doing this whole um, tranquilo thing. He had the title for a little bit, and he just throwing the title around. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So th- th- those are my favorite. I have a lot more, but. I don't want to take up so much of your time. Well, you d- you did a good job. You got a lot of guys in. One yeah. thing now that so Derek mentioned to me when he was on that you were a newer fan. Yeah. So I think it's really fascinating that I thought it was going to be fascinating anyway talking to someone who started watching recently and is right now going back and watching yeah. a lot of stuff we saw years ago. I did not expect that you were going to be so versed in New Japan, which I think is very cool. Yeah, I, I, I Derek, I don't think is so much into New Japan. Uh, I mean, you 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 know where it is, you know of it. I've I've watched it when I mentioned on the first podcast when I sat in with you that it, you surprised me and you impressed me with the stuff that you texted yeah. me and stuff like that. That's <laughs> mainly what I was talking about. The New Japan stuff. I'm really a WWE NXT Ring of Honor kind of guy. I watched Lucha Underground. I wish I had more time. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it on the way up here. I wish I had more time to watch and catch up completely on Lucha Underground. I love that style so i would love yeah. to watch more of that and new japan with access television again another thing i wish i had more time to watch it's just there's only so many hours in the day yeah and i devote it more towards ring of honor wwe yeah. and nxt I and mean, that's why i don't really watch ring of honor anymore i just don't have the time with all the wwe programming i have to watch for writing and doing yeah. the show yeah well that's it's like i had to sacrifice yeah. that's with me now too yeah with the uh, writing and doing the show yeah so you NXT. just started writing what two weeks ago uh, I just started writing with Rope Break about two or three weeks ago. I have a couple articles up there, just posted two today. And uh, okay, yeah, I've been doing the What's NXT shows, yes. which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Thank you. If you guys I actually, if you guys follow night. Derek on Twitter and Facebook, he should have both of those links up. So yeah, give Derek some love. Yeah, What's NXT? Very enjoyable show. The the one I watched last night was right around 30 minutes. Was that what the first one they, was They two? usually go around 25 to 30 minutes. Okay. And by usually, I mean there's been two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All two episodes have been under 30 minutes. And they both All go, both of them. And they both go long. So we have a trend going at least. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think it's cool that you, because I would assume most people that are just getting into it are like all WWE. Yeah. So I think it's cool that you've got, you've, you're spread out. A little bit I as a fan. Yeah. I look, I he awesome. had mentioned Lucha Underground. I've watched a little bit of Lucha Underground. I really wish I could just sit down and watch time. Yeah, I've never the, seen dedicate it. Dedicate the time to watching it. I've heard a lot of good You've stuff about it. it. Never. Mm-hmm. Wow. For good stuff just, okay. about it. I'll give you one to watch. All right. Okay. It's a triple threat match from uh-huh. season one. Who it's is it? It's Drago, uh, Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. Phoenix okay. is that boy. Phoenix is that mm. boy. <laughs> um, 
side story, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., I think, are real-life brothers. Okay. Um, so they had, like, this trust within yeah. each other to do some of the stuff that they do that mm-hmm. not everyone else would, would <laughs> yeah. be willing to do. Um, maybe the Usos? Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a big fan if, of the Usos. If they, Same. Ever, if they ever broke the Usos, I would be the worst idea ever. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you do after that. Without no. each other, they have nothing. Yeah. yeah, they, but, they, go yeah the, but, they go to the independence. Yeah. 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 Watch the, the three way dance or whatever they call it. Triple well, I will. threat. I got it, sir. I wrote it down. It's, I got uh, it circled. It's, it's one of the best paced triple threat matches I've seen. It, it may or may not be single digits as far as no, minutes really? go. Yeah. Hmm. It's very interesting. The finish is probably one of my favorite finishes that I've seen in the past year. It's what you would imagine the inside of a beehive would look like. Yeah. Yeah. If they they wrestled in a beehive. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll take that as my homework. Yeah, definitely watch it. And then you can can talk to them, talk to the the fans next week about, I mean, if you you want. Yeah, I do. Uh, do Like I said, I'm not against promoting anything else or talking about anything else. I just haven't had the time to get into it. Yeah. Uh, Pentagon Jr., another shout out to Pentagon Jr. He's one of my favorites. Not that I watch it a lot, but... You'll yeah, see, you'll see <laughs> I will. Yeah, Cerro Miedo, exactly. No fear. Um, so yeah, so back to what you're saying right. about being a new fan. Oh yeah, I just think it's cool that you're you're watching as much different product as possible because it's not all exactly the same. No, it, and it takes a lot to get to know guys in a different promotion. Yeah, like it's not easy to no. to jump in. Yeah, a lot of uh, WWE is where it started. Um, most of it just comes with. You know, keep watching, mm-hmm. and eventually, you know, you pick up on guys' nuances yeah. and things like that. Um, most of the stuff that I like, Shawn Michaels, obviously, you know, you'll hear about Shawn Michaels at least once, and then it's like, okay, I have this entire catalog of things to go watch. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it. <clears throat> Recommendations from him, other people. Um, eventually, you know, you get to watch certain matches yeah. against Undertaker, mm-hmm. uh, Jericho. We had the one uh, a good few of Jericho's mm-hmm. 19. Um, He's had some, yeah, yeah, too many in the list, right? But um, those are some of my personal, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's like find a guy. I like this guy. Let me watch some of their matches and learn from there. Eventually, yeah, you, get you learn about other run. guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like Chris Jericho, I knew who Chris Jericho yeah. was or whatever. Uh, but watching him in HBK, then okay, I can watch more Jericho, and I kind of went through that way. He'll be on this list of favorite matches that we hopefully will talk about eventually. If yeah, I, we can jump to it right now. Want, okay, yeah. So um. Like I was saying, uh, Sean versus Taker, both matches. Um, th- I have a couple on here, and I don't want... I'm going to be different for the sake of being different. Like, a lot of people yeah. have that as their favorite yeah. match of all time. A lot of people have HBK versus Ric Flair, the retirement match, is one of mm-hmm. their favorites of all time. I think the finish to that match, the I'm sorry, I love yeah. you, is one of the most mm-hmm. emotional finishes that I've seen as far as watching. Yeah, you can um, see Rick crying as he's... Yes, exactly. Um, and I'm just sitting there like... <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, I need to see more of this Carl Anderson. Yeah, his personality. His personality. It's, it's so funny. Like, not to cut in, but here you go. Here's a gif of it. And like, she's just like you know roping him in. Yeah, he's just powerless. Yeah. Against oh, man. His captions on those uh, those tweeted images are just like she tags her and just a bunch of hearts. <laughs> oh, social media. It is great. Um, and then another one of the matches I've heard thrown around a lot is uh, Cena versus CM Punk. Mm. This is the first CM Punk name drop, I think, that we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Um, initially, I really didn't have any clue who CM Punk was because he's so differentiated from himself. And Vince has said, okay, you want to be bitter or whatever, we'll just yeah. not talk about you anymore. Um, so Derek, I know, is a CM Punk fan. Um, 
he, I think we hung out one time and he had the best in the world shirt on. I was like, oh, yeah, we got. Yeah, it. if you <laughs> ask Ron, I stole his moniker. <laughs> nothing wrong with stealing a moniker, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got CCM Punk a little bit, and then one of the matches that, like I said, Cena and Punk. Um, for me personally, I think that if you want to have someone new come onto the product, I think that their match at Money in the Bank is one of the most accessible matches as far as story and then in ring work. Um, yeah, the they video do, package exactly. Tells you the have story the video package that well. tells you everything that you need to know. If Punk wins this title, he's walking out of the building with the title. Yeah, there's like real stakes. Yes. Like that that's believable. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of things waver on the fantasy reality. Yeah. That's something that could happen. Mm -hmm. As you've seen, you know, historically it's mm -hmm. happened before. Yeah. Um, but like I said, those matches I've seen on a lot of people's, you know, greatest matches list. Yeah, we've seen them. They're great. I love them. But I had th three, well, two, because I talked about uh, Tanahashi mm -hmm. and Nakamura at G1 from uh, last year. Uh, there's a couple more on here that I just wanted to throw into that I really like. Yeah. One of which being is uh, Mick Foley, Edge, and Lita versus Terry Funk, Tommy Dreamer, and Beulah McGillicuddy. So, uh, from I like e this already. From ECW, <laughs> uh, One Night Stand 2006. Um, this, this was kind of my introduction to ECW. I really didn't have any... I knew what I've heard of it, yeah. but I never actually got to watch any of it. So, seeing a guy like Terry Funk, who probably at the time was 80. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how old Terry Funk is, but I know he's old as hell. Yeah. Um, seeing him and Foley go at it on the outside, and I think Foley gets him with the barbed wire, and Terry Funk goes into the back. I guess mm -hmm. he has to be, you know, like stitched up yeah. or whatever. Eventually, he comes back down to the ring. The crowd goes nuts. Um, Edge. Edge is another guy I probably should have put not just maybe on my list of favorite guys that I've had. Um, going back and watching it as a heel. Just, yeah, he was awesome. Uh, the rated R superstar. Mm -hmm. um, I really, I just really like this this match. It was a hardcore intergender <laughs> match. I just really like it. Um, I don't, I, I, there's not, it's it's one of those you have to see it for yourself kind of things. The finish to the match when he spears the ever living shit <laughs> out of Beulah McGillicuddy is crazy, and he also goes into the rated R pin. Yeah, um, which you have to see. It's. Uh, pretty suggestive um but yeah i really i really i really like that match and i think there's a, a lot to be had there there's fire all right see i was not watching it this time so i'll put this I'm about to say if you, you, well. i know you love foley so i mean mm -hmm. yeah there's fire dude yeah he's on, on one i'm of pretty my sure it's, it's, fire. Yeah. it's fire oh it is fire <laughs> yeah. yeah oh six there was an oh five oh, six, too i okay. think there wasn't a five uh, it's the same show where cena loses the belt to rbd okay because <laughs> if, if you were to watch the whole pay per view, there's other stuff to happen. That's, I think that, Sabu and Sandman might have Sabu yeah. and Sandman might have had a match on this pay per view. I don't know. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to flex my muscles over here. <laughs> but it's uh, you're asking me to recall a match that happened ten years ECW, ago. ECW, ECW, <laughs> ECW, I just can't. Okay. Well, I'll stop trying to flex my not as strong. Again, you're you're, you're allowed to flex as much as you want. Okay. Um, the other match that I put on here that I wanted to talk about a little bit, we talked about Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. um, this match, I don't really think, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a five-star match that some people would rate like that, uh, but it's the Cruiserweight Battle Royal from Slamboree 1998. Wow. Uh, and the ensuing title match mm -hmm. for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, I just think that the way that the Battle Royal was worked and the finish <laughs> of the Battle Royal, where you have Juventud Guerrera, and Ciclope. 
uh, in the ring together, and they like look at each other, they shake hands, and Hoovy just jumps out of the ring, and he's like, you know, giving him like a nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. And uh, the crowd's like, what the hell is going on? I think commentary's like, what the hell? The next thing you know, he goes and pulls back the mask, and it's Dean Malenko. <laughs> I, the pop, it's probably one of the loudest pops I've heard yeah. on pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's, and like, just Jericho is stunned. He can't believe that his nemesis is standing in the ring. He has to face him in, yeah. a, ma- in a match, and I think uh, Malenko ends, uh, ends up winning mm-hmm. um, the title that night, the cruiserweight title, I think it was. Um, but yeah, Jericho also does the announcing of all the uh, participants in the battle. Of it just, just stinks. Everybody as only up. Jericho can. Yeah, as only as only Chris Jericho can do. Long, longevity, one of the, the better wrestlers. I think he's probably wrestled for twenty or twenty five years. Yeah. Or so. I mean, not necessarily in WWE, but I know that I've been reading his book. He went. To Japan, I think he's twenty WWE. years as a whole. From starting, I think he's twenty years from starting in, out on the outskirts of Winnipeg to where he is yeah. right now. You're talking about he's pushing two decades. Yeah, and he can over. still do a line tool. I think he's 20 years on, like on TV wrestling because he's well, ni- debuted, 99. He debuted Brand- in 99. Yeah. but he might have been wrestling easily around 24, 25 years mm-hmm. at this point. Then, that's what I that's think. Because he didn't get on TV like that. No, yeah, he no. was in WCW for at least he was three in years. Mexico for a while mm-hmm. with uh, Art Bar, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Ben Wall was also there. Yeah, Pegasus Kid. Am I allowed to say that? Wow. Benoit. Yeah, on, on this show you're allowed to say Benoit. I have I haven't erased him from existence. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I never well, will. It's kind of hard to erase one of the greatest technical wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Did he did he do some deplorable things? Of course, Absolutely. but but in a wrestling context, there's no reason not to show him or talk yeah. about him. In my opinion, uh, um, yeah, on, like obviously he he won't be in the Hall of Fame. And I, <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I I understand that, but yeah, definitely can't put put down what he did. You know, as a again a small a smaller guy compared to yeah, no, he was people. great. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah, but Jericho, unbelievable. One of my, not on my Mount Rushmore, but he's close. I know you love to, to drink it in. Every yeah, I do. It's my, oh, my, man, it's my I, favorite I current it. thing. Drink I, it in, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I wait for it. Like, I can, when he, as yeah, he's he, building to yeah, it, like, I'm, like, sitting it's there, like, yes, getting closer yes. to the edge of my chair, waiting for him to, to just say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Yes, you should be. It yeah, is, yeah. Exactly. I, and I'm, I'm always ready to unwrap that Yeah, exactly. Every time. There's so many scarves over it, though. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys like the buttered popcorn on the scarf on SmackDown yeah, from Kevin cool. Owens? Yeah, it was kind of funny. I liked it that Owens is willing to, to embrace the, the, the fat guy thing. Yeah. He had the Jolly Rancher in his pocket when well, he took out the change. Well, because with him, I mean, it's it's laughable that anybody would pull that card anyway because it's such a shallow... Yeah, that pissed me off it's when we were a, at that Raw in December. It's such mm-hmm. a shallow, baseless insult to throw towards a guy who very clearly is more athletic yeah. than you. Almost anyone anybody else. in the yeah. crowd. Yeah. Like, the dude who's calling him fat may be skinnier than him, but he can't do any of the stuff that no. Owens can do. Yeah, that really that really upset me as like a newer fan. Because like, I'm a big guy myself. You know, I have a certain affinity for Kevin Owens, <laughs> you know, being a big guy. Um... But yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. There's, there's no, there's no. When you're putting your body on the line every night for someone's enjoyment, there's no sense of fat shaming them or yeah. any any other sort of derogatory insults. Not to any mention, he's athlete. not the first guy to not be jacked. No, Vader. <laughs> like it's, um, among many others, people love Mick Foley. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not a new Mick phenomenon. Foley, it's not no. a, he's Foley not the first could guy. Have started on this podcast and then went and wrestled at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, he would look exactly like just somebody who was in this room with us right now. Exactly, he's not. Jacks, he's not overly muscular. He's Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes would be another one. Yeah. yeah. Son of a plumber. Yeah, fatter yeah, than Kevin Owens is. Yeah. 
Dusty Rhodes was certifiably fat, mm-hmm. but he was so charismatic and got over with people because he was just like you. He yeah, was just like everybody. Yeah, part of part of the thing I had I had said Vader, but that that whole Vader was big. Yeah, Vader's a big guy. He could pull off a moonsault. Mm-hmm. So Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, he yeah. Moonsault. His mm-hmm. finishing move was uh, Greetings from Asbury Park. It was a yeah. top rope headbutt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a plus three hundred pound guy. Yeah. So yeah, it's not. not There's the still first hope guy. for Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Still, <laughs> he did lose a little bit of weight, and in the did. compound video, yeah, he looked, uh, he, he looked pretty good. Physique looked a little better. Him and then Rusev as well. I said that earlier. He's used to wearing all that. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, just yeah. take just take the straps off. He looked, you know, so they ruled him up, and he looked like a big. Let him wrestle shirtless. If you yeah. really want him, if you really want people to stop calling him fat. <laughs> yeah, shows just yeah, show he's ripped. Not the guy fat. is ripped. He's ripped. He's got a big forehead, but other than that, I don't. I don't think I can play. Manning esque. Manning esque. It is Peyton Manning esque, except no chain. Yes. Yeah, that's actually a good call. No right helmet there. burn either. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to to your notes because you you've got way more notes than I do. Well, today. I don't have too much. Well, I just wanted to. These see. are things that I thought that you would want to talk about. I probably okay. should. I probably should have texted you beforehand. That's fine. I, I had up. I had things that I that I wanted yeah. to discuss. Um, Russ figured he was going to host. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I'm coming in guest hosting the show. Yeah. <laughs> You're the moderator. Yeah, Derek's, Derek's going to chime in whenever, whenever the hell he feels like. It. I'm just the peanut gallery. <laughs> um, so I guess let's let's talk about the most recent thing that is on everybody's plate. It's mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Classic, right? Um, I actually went and went ahead and watched that first episode last night. I had some stuff going on Wednesday. Yeah, I watched I last watch night it. as well. Um, first thing I did, I don't know if it was the first thing I did. Texted him. I was really impressed by Alejandro's size. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He's six one. He cut thirty mm-hmm. pounds or whatever to come wrestle. You know, I think he's hitting that two hundred five mark from the pro wrestling hotbed of Chile. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Daniel Bryan even said that. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Bracketology yeah, show where Daniel Bryan said, "I don't even know what they're doing down in Chile." Yeah, like, yeah. This is yeah. Him and I think uh, what was it Ho Ho Loon from mm-hmm. China. Those those are markets that I didn't even know there was professional wrestling in. Yeah. And I think they might have said that Ho Ho Loon started his local yeah, uh, promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool that yeah. they're bringing in guys that. Not only have, you know, the size and the ability to wrestle, but also guys that, you know, kind of did their own thing where they mm-hmm. were at, brought wrestling to the forefront as far as sports entertainment goes, and are yeah, it's like that a good reward. Here. Yeah, absolutely for, for like increasing the, you know, the reach of pro wrestling. I do want to throw something in here. Yeah, since I'll be the peanut gallery and just toss something <laughs> in. Ho Ho Loon's a great story, but I think they really wasted a spot on not letting Arya Darby. Uh, Davari. That was the note I had taken. Was I? I would have rather seen Davari win, especially as like he seems to be playing the heel. Mm -hmm. Davari. Oh, Um, he he embraces it the way that his brother did. Yeah. Where it was just okay. I know I'm of Muslim descent. Mm -hmm. You're going to hate me because this is America. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to come out and I'm going to get as many jeers as I can. He doesn't shake Ho Ho Loon's hand Mm -hmm. before the match starts. And he worked a great match, and I thought the finish kind of was eh. Yeah, that, he that beats, match... He beats him with a German suplex. Yeah, yeah the bridging German. the bridging German. The bridge, but, yeah. I mean, still, it felt weak. It yeah. didn't feel like Davari should have lost that yeah. match. That That's match, I think, opinion. on this first episode was definitely a clear-cut number four. Yeah. Um, as far as It was, and, I, and that was the one, the one match where I just questioned the finish. I guess I know why they did it because they want to keep the guy from China. Yeah, that's, that's, involved. There's billion, but, there's billion, there's billion people. Yeah, so like, I know, get why they did it. They, but, that and they signed with Bin Bin Wong. I think mm-hmm. they signed the guy. Uh, yeah. developmental contract in China. So yeah, I understand. I understand where they're coming from as far as the company. Uh, but yeah, Ho Ho Loon's okay. So what kind of expectations did you have for the cruiser? Um, well, for 
it being the WWE Cruiserweight Classic, I, I had a certain expectation that it would be super scripted kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and it really isn't. No. Um, I, one of the best things about it is I think that you have Mauro Ronaldo and Daniel Bryan on commentary, and they just feel so natural, uh, natural chemistry together. Um, when Sias did the shooting star press mm-hmm. to the outside, and they in, that was awesome. in stereo, shooting star yeah. press. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, Daniel and, Bryan was, I yeah. thought, fantastic yeah. on commentary. Like, the, the stuff he adds. Yeah. Because he, he, he wrestled. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wrestled. He was a smaller guy. Yeah, it's it's perfect. He wrestled some of these guys that are in this tournament. Yeah. Like, he's got a lot of experience with it. And, you know, not many people in the business love the business of wrestling more than that guy. Yeah. And it, it comes across. Yeah. And, like, you you can tell he wants to be there. Mm-hmm. What does I he mean, know about managing generally? <laughs> what does he know about managing generally? Yeah, that I don't know. This may have been as, something. As in, that, what is uh, his? Uh, what's his general manager pedigree? Because that man. I don't know, but that's true. I think you guys talked about that. In the we most did. I think, I think. I think that's going to be. I think the leak is probably most likely true. That so that that you think that as well? That man needs to be on SmackDown. I the think he does too. Between him and Stephanie being the GM of Raw would be fantastic because they already be. have natural heat and history of not liking each other, so the brand feud would feel legitimate. Mm-hmm. It's an actual feud. Brian doesn't want to lose to Daddy's little girl. Yeah, that I think. Wrestling's about. Yeah, I think Shane is eventually going to take a step back and you know go back to doing. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's going to be on here forever. But I think having Daniel Bryan as the general manager of your your brand is pretty exciting. It is, and people one people love him. People miss him being there. Yeah, people wanted to get the opportunity to keep cheering for him, and it was taken away. So it's a way to keep him. Yeah, I mean, if if he's backing up. Anybody or supporting anybody on the current roster, mm-hmm. it's easy to believe that the fans would also be able to. Yeah, he's a great easier rub. get behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. a good rub, exactly. Yeah, so the cruiserweight classic: Daniel Bryan, great on commentary. Absolutely. Mauro Nalo, phenomenal, great on commentary. Yes, perfect. Yeah, perfect tandem on commentary. I the the one disappointment I would have, and this is probably a nitpick, is that. First match, four minutes. Second so time, match, time five minutes. Yeah, you they had 52 minutes, and only the one match went over 10. Ibushi, you mean? Ibushi got, I think that match, that match got... Was, that match was really good. Yeah, that match, I had it written down. That match got exactly 10 minutes. Okay. Each match, it was four minutes, 20 seconds, five minutes, 15 seconds, so you, seven minutes, time and 10. was your big impact. Yeah, because I think, especially with... One of the things they hyped was the idea that cruiserweights are not just guys who do flips. They're just guys who are under a certain weight, yeah, size, and they can have it. any style. Yeah. And if you're really putting out there these clashing styles, another AJ Styles, <laughs> but you give them more time to show it a little bit. Now yeah. I know that there there needed to be some time for talking and the promotional and, and packages for, and, and for your like golden that. star. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. He needed a little more time, and, and I I guess I'm going to contradict myself also, but okay. I do it's think it show. was you yeah I do think. The, the promo packages for each guy were necessary. Because, Necess- necessary. Yeah, because okay. you do need to... That was a little contradictory. Yeah, you yeah, do yeah. need to let these yeah, let the fans know watching who they are, where they come from. It's not it's not really so much heel versus baby face, no. because nobody knows. It's man versus man. Isn't yeah, it, and you're... Isn't it kind of crazy how it works when you actually tell people who people are and why right? they're there and yeah. what they believe in? It is crazy. Yeah, I mean, NXT can, can. for a little bit. Yeah. NXT can for a little bit. Work. Yeah. NXT did the debut vignettes for Apollo Crews, and that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. Know, seeing his family and where he came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they 
kept with it because right now it's super boring. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because he's super athletic and, you know, standing moonsault's really cool. Yeah. That he can do as a, little, a bigger guy. Yeah, there's um, so many things he can do in yeah. the ring. And Potent- they just again, not, potential. Mm-hmm, they haven't given it's him It's the same kind of thing with Dave Brooke, just the smiling, oh, smiling sidekick, yeah. Yeah. But aside from the time of the matches, which, like I said, they had a certain amount of time to work with, you can't, you can't devote it just to the matches. Uh, the action was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you definitely got the sense of the different styles these guys uh-huh. had. You got to know who they were a little bit, and I assume now the next round you may not have to introduce them as much. Or you no, yeah, you would, yeah, you would hope you would hope that that would be the logical progression that they would stop doing the promo stuff and saying, "Oh, this guy versus this guy." Yeah, and it is cool to me to get just introduced to these guys. Like the only guy I had ever seen before was um, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, I don't not think even Ibushi. Seen, yeah, I hadn't seen Ibushi. Ibushi's. Um, He's I was quite, very quite, impressed. Quite the specimen. Yeah. Now, who, who of the eight contestants that I saw that you saw last night were you familiar with already? Um, Cedric Alexander obviously watched a little bit of Ring of Honor. Him mm-hmm. and Veda Scott worked together. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, Ibushi, I'd seen some of the New Japan. That was also another person I've seen. Uh, who else do we have? We had uh, Gromit's Week. I had seen Size. Really size. Uh, no, just, so just those two guys. Davari and Clement Pichu. Yeah, just just and Maluda. Yeah, just not just the two, Ibushi and uh, Cedric Alexander. So those are the two I were familiar with. Okay, so I assume the two you were familiar with lived up to your expectation of what they. Yeah, I I think Cedric Alexander is a guy who gives it everything he's got, and I think that people are really going to turn on to him. Obviously, you can see the crowd pop for him; Mm -hmm. they know who he is. Yeah, Uh, I think he could have a future with this company if they. You know, depending on how they move forward. I think in the second round, I think he's up against Ibushi. Yeah, so... Ha- yeah, I think... I, assume, I, I mean, they already had that match, and... Yeah. You know, Ibushi seems to be the favorite to yes. win it all, so... Um, I've heard some rumblings on dirt sheets. I know Aaron is also yeah. a big fan of checking the dirt sheets. <laughs> um, some of the reaction from Alexander and Ibushi was very positive. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the match for myself. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Um, and hopefully what it would hold for both of them in the company. Um, I think... I think I told him this on the way here. Uh, Pro Wrestling Torch had reported that Ibushi was officially signed to NXT. Mm. Um, obviously, it's a rumor. Yeah. I don't know how true it is. So we'll see. I, I, I heard that I mean, as well, Also, Grand Metallic. No. Oh, really? No, no, no. Yeah, Grand Metallic. Gra- Mascara Dorado? Yeah. That's his name for real? No, I don't well, know. Well, Mas- Are you sure? Mascara Dorado. That's what it's, that's, that's the thing I saw. Yeah, You're make me but he's up. competing yeah. under the name Grand Metallic. Okay. You're gonna make me check now. Because yeah, <laughs> now I feel like a, now I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, Speaking I no of Grand Metalik, the, the yeah. cradle Michinoku yes. fisherman buster, whatever you want, mm-hmm. that was crazy. Very dope. It was. And I'm, it's like, wait, where did his head go? You I know, know it's, it's like the instant panic that yeah. sets in, and that instant panic incites the reaction that you want to have mm-hmm. for a move. And that's why I I uh, rail against the Michinoku driver every time somebody does it. It's not that I don't like it, it's that... Luke Harper's mentioned it. Yeah, it's that I, I feel like if you're so concerned about guys' heads and necks... Why are you letting, why them, you letting them do that? That thing? is a move that... yeah. If, if curb stomp's not allowed. That's a, where I was going with it. If yeah. the curb stomp is banned, why should you be able to do a move that where your head and neck are at risk every single time you do it? And you're right, where when you see it, yeah. your reaction's always like, oh my Shit, god. Where did your, yeah, exactly. But so it, it generates that reaction. But my thing is, if you're trying to protect these guys, pile driver, nobody does it in WWE anymore. Besides Undertaker. Well, or you yeah, mean a pile driver? A pile driver, yeah. Because unless you see him pump. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not supposed to be doing it because somebody broke your okay. neck doing it. And Update, it? it is grammatically. Okay. I'm sorry. So, uh, well, I'm glad. Uh, I was just saying it. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. I just wanted to make sure because now I feel like a fucking idiot. I wasn't idiot. over here like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's exciting. So of the six guys you weren't familiar with, who, who was there any one that jumped out at you and impressed um, you the most? We already I mean, know I, it wasn't Ho-Ho Loon. No. He was okay. Well, oh, I mean, Grand Metal League, probably the most. Yeah, I he guess. was great. He was really good. Uh, Pitu, I think. He was alright, too. He kind of reminded me of Cesaro a little bit. Kind of had mm-hmm. that French-European uh, kind of thing. Lance Storm. Yeah, that I thought was cool. I liked Lance Storm. It was cool. LTS. I was. I think I liked Davari the most out of the guys yeah, well, I did not know. Unfortunately. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like he had a good style. He had a good... Yeah. A good mix. He's he's didn't look small. I guess because he's in the ring with a smaller guy. Yeah. Well, Ho Ho Loon was a stick. very small. Yeah. 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 Ho Ho Loon was very thin. He seems like yeah, like some jump. Like he gave him some jumping means before mm-hmm. the match. And yeah. He, and he, just, <laughs> he, he comes out of the out of the tunnel. Yeah. He had a good look. I felt like he had a good arsenal of offense. I, I thought that he had a, showed a lot of promise to me. Yeah, that was a big surprise to me because when I saw the match on paper and when I saw the two combatants. Now, granted, the whole tournament's about the idea that anybody can beat anybody. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was a clean win for Delari. So did I. Going into it. So when he lost, I was just like, all right. Again, I knew why, and I suspected that that's what would happen, but I I did feel like that was the one result that should have gone the other way. Do you think, so, of the four winners... Who do you think is the most likely to win? I know what you're going to say, but... Yeah, Bushi. Yeah. I mean, he seems to be... The, him and Zack Sabre Jr. seem to be on a collision course for the final. Yeah, yes. You want to share your thoughts on when... The oh, I, I'm getting that. I'm getting okay. that. Relax. You're going to... Uh, let me... Let me... Let me I forgot. So, logical, so, logical... So, we've been having the taping. They've just taped round two. Mm-hmm. So, you'll have a couple... I think the next three weeks of round two... Or round one. And you'll have a couple weeks of round two... Mm-hmm. Um, that puts us, I think, somewhere around August 20th, maybe? I may be oh, wrong. Yeah? I may be wrong, <laughs> but I would really, really, really like to see the final on the takeover card. That partly be because awesome. I will, partly because we will be there. Yeah, I'm not going to get to go this year. I was there last year. Um, well, that's, that's good. I'll be at SummerSlam. Oh, uh, no, that's good, too. But... That would be awesome if that was on. Yeah, yeah like I, we're looking at Saber versus Ibushi. Yeah, and I mean Being that. Awesome like I said, match. they're on a collision court. They're on opposite ends of the bracket for a reason. We all know how the brackets work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, it's pretty clear cut. I think that that's what we're working to. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of good matches in the meantime. Uh, like like we said, uh, Ibushi and Alexander, I think are going to have a really good match in a couple weeks when we get to see that. A um, couple other guys that I put on here as far as notable participants for me, Rich Swan, who we've seen on the NXT, yeah, I think. I like his Rich his Swan. story about mm-hmm. his parents and I think being homeless. Or yeah. I mean, he might have been homeless for a period of time or, mm-hmm. you know, lost his way and wrestling, you know, made him come back. I think he's super entertaining. Yeah. He comes out to, I think he might come out to All Night Long with Lionel Richie. I don't know if I made that up or not. I, might have, I, don't, I don't remember, but no, I do know Maybe they might, have chanted, they might have chanted All Night Long. He's the most charismatic performer yeah. in the company that no one knows about. Yes. yes. He's so ridiculously over when he comes out to the crowd. It's it's nuts that he hasn't hit it big. I know. I don't hey, know why. Hey, we'll see. I mean, maybe. Couple weeks, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll have another chance to impress out. a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, he deserves it, obviously. He's also yeah. Enzo Amore's pick to win the whole thing. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> funny. We'll I haven't actually looked at the bracket since Me the bracketology, neither. but I've, obviously half of the final four would be Ibushi and Zach mm-hmm. Sabre Jr. I'm not sure who else is following where, yeah. but I can see Bridge Swan maybe making his way into the final four, depending on where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., I mentioned before, Ibushi. 
uh, Cedric, I was like, man, I already mentioned all these. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to Lince Dorado, which yeah. we, we, we said about before. Yeah, I, I, I like the lucha style, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good match. How about Ciampa and Gargano? Oh, you know, I took—I kind of forgot they were in the the thing, facing each other. In yeah, the yeah, round. we're facing the, each other in the first round, and then obviously they can't both win. Yeah, well, they, go, can't, who? they can't both win, but I mean, they're both highly accomplished professional wrestlers. I really like Project right. Ciampa as a finisher. Mm-hmm. Really Where cool. do you think that they will fall? Eventually in the tournament, like how far will they go? Because whoever wins, they're already signed to NXT, to my knowledge. They're already signed to NXT, but I would like to believe that they're going to allow them to go. I don't know, because I mean, I think the process was they want to get rid of one of the NXT guys right off the bat. Yeah, just get either Ciampa or Gargano out. So well, it's yeah, mainly, that it's makes mainly sense. new blood. Yeah, I could see either one of them possibly making it past the field of sixteen, depending on who their opponent is. Yeah, I feel like Gargano. Do we know who won that match already? Or are we uh, I, you mean me, Dirty Boy? Well, you don't. You don't have to tell me. I'm just curious if we already know. Yeah, we do know. I think the, we know both matches, okay. meaning the two of them against each other, and then the winner of that match and the next match. Because my prediction was going to be Gargano was going to win, but it's not really much of a prediction. If I'm right, it's not much of a prediction. No, basically, we already know who won. Even that. <laughs> Yeah, it's not much of a prediction if we already know, or at least it doesn't appear that way. No, yeah. people will think the, the, I'm pretending. The, the, the other spoilers were this past week, so I'll let okay. you if you happen to stumble across them. Yeah, know. that's yeah. one of the few things like spoilers don't bother me. Usually, no, he's but he'll spoil this? he'll spoil fucking anything. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, I have no. He won't I've, even hit you with a spoiler tag. Yeah. To be He'll just lay it on you. If it's been, if it's been Batman enough, versus Superman, he yeah, if it's been long me. enough, especially like if it's a period of two weeks and you haven't seen something, I, I don't care. <laughs> you deserve that. Yeah, I, I, I'll just throw it. It'll right it'll at teach you. you to stay on top of the stuff you're supposed yeah. to be watching. I'll try to be obscure with like Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. But if you get butthurt about it, just yeah. Like, luckily, I was caught up on that by yeah. the time we started I watch, talking I about watch it enough Game of Thrones. I don't have to worry about just un- it. Just unfriend me. If that's the situation, because I don't want to have that argument. I watch it the night of, because it is tough. Yeah. yeah. Certain things, are it's tough to avoid. Yeah. Spoilers. But what I was like, saying, like spoilers don't yeah. bother me, but for this tournament, I'm staying away from them. Okay. I, I'm very interested in just watching it. Man, hey, I can spoil stuff for him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know about that Gargano. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be Gargano, and I think Gargano will last at least a couple rounds. Could be proven wrong, obviously. Wouldn't be the first time. But I think he's he's the guy that they would they would let yeah. make a little bit of a run. Too, nothing, yeah, nothing I like I like both of them. I guess Chompa, but yeah. Gargano. This just seems like more of a tailor made thing for him, to me than than Chompa. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the last note that I had about the cruiserweight was hopefully we get to see the final. I mean, I don't I don't know what their taping schedule is or when these. Well, you figure you have last week, this week, and then the next two mm-hmm. weeks after that. Then a couple weeks. It makes sense to do two. it yeah. because it's a it's a big especially if they're doing. I mean, you would assume that they would get more time, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a big thing. You want it on a big stage. No, no there, bigger you know? stage you can yeah. put it on. Especially yeah. either, either that, or you could actually have it split up. If it doesn't make sense time wise, you could have three matches on the takeover card because you need to fill it out. Realistically, right now we have Oscar versus Bailey too. Oh, we'll get to that. I got, I got NXT stuff. <laughs> <Okay. All right. laughs> 
Jeez. All right. I'm just saying. You could have the two semifinal matches or the quarterfinal matches to get into that, and then you could have the finals of yeah. the same thing. Which okay. would be which that would be a lot also of fun. be cool. and, it, and it builds up the Iron Man status of both people. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how many matches usually. You said about six or seven on a card usually for uh, a three-hour show. But that's usual. I mean, there is no. How uniform. long was Takeover last year? Takeover Brooklyn. They did an hour of TV taping, oh, and yeah. then the well, show was probably two, two and a half. No, that would make any sense. It might be taped. Oh, no, I guess. No, because if yeah, you're going to have the final the week show. week after, yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, yeah, there, there is a flaw in my logic right there. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned NXT. Yeah, that's where I want to go next. This past week's episode was solely devoted, and well, rightfully Well, there, there was a little bit of other stuff. But yeah, but. Forgettable. To Shinsuke Nakamura and Finn Balor. A match everyone was looking forward oh, to. Oh, yeah. Derek is doing the, the two-sweet two gesture, which, one of the highlights of the match for me, I love that he did that. Yes. To the, to the, to the forehead. Yeah. I love that he turned him around, and then he, he gave him a taste of his own medicine. I love that Nakamura appreciated it. Yeah. For, they, for like, a few seconds, anyway. Yeah. And then he gave him the stiffest knee strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask for Yeah, I loved the the attention that they gave this. They gave it the attention Yeah, it, it felt like it should have been on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Gave Not half an hour. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they really laid out the episode geared solely towards this, as it should have been. A match I know you were predicting could be a match of the year candidate, and I know you said on uh, What's NXT... That it is, I don't know, if you, I don't remember if you said it is your match of the year so far, but you said immediate match of the year candidate. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely has the potential to be on there. It's on my short list. I don't speak for everybody, but I mean, the pop that they got, the way that they built the show all the way around it, and just the history between the two competitors, they laid it all out there. The false finishes were really good, mm-hmm. and the fact that Balor's the first man to kick out of the Kinshasa yeah. Is, yeah, that, that also was a, is, a thing is that a I, perfect I cherry on top. Yeah. Because I think this will be Finn Balor's last go-round with um, NXT. Yeah, I don't, that's his last image. Yeah. I don't think there's any NXT. chance that we see him at TakeOver Brooklyn at all. No. You, no, might, I, see, you I, might see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sunday. He might, he might show up at Sunday. I, do not, I yeah. do not think that we're going to get to see him at Brooklyn. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I, we got to see him in February, mm-hmm. I guess it was, in the tag match. Mm-hmm. I think it was Corbin. Yep. Uh, Corbin was, and Samoa Joe. Yeah, it was him and Aries against versus Aries and, and Samoa Joe, yeah. I believe. That match was okay. But yeah. then put him in a tag match. He was coming back from injury, I think, at that point. That might yeah. be his first match. Back. It was. Yeah, it was cool just to see him. So, yeah. yeah, the match. It wasn't yeah. a it wasn't burn the burn demon. Match, it wasn't the demon. Yeah. And that's okay. But but so you're a big fan of both these guys. I assume. Oh yeah. So especially because Finn's New Japan roots is mm-hmm. Prince Devitt from yeah. Devitt, so that kind of and they and they really delved into that. They were not yeah, bashful no, about putting no, all that stuff over. No. So, I, I just want your thoughts. I'm not even going to have a back and forth about this. I just want you to give me your as thoughts far as on the, the entire Nakamura presentation ballot. of that. Um, the match itself was excellent. Um, I think, crap, like, match of the year-wise, mm-hmm. definitely a candidate. I think Nakamura and Zayn obviously have an edge. The stage they were on was yeah. much bigger, and the crowd adds a lot to a match. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I, don't, I don't really have much to say. I'm assuming you, you went in with the... Did you... Yeah, did you my, expectation, my expectations were high. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't call it a spoiler because I think that it's pretty clear what yeah. needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, they booked it to where, again, how Derek had mentioned earlier, he did kick out of the devastating you know knee to the mm-hmm. head uh, in the Kinshasa. So I think that's a good rub for Ballard. It was forward. to the back of the head, if I'm not... Was it? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it was. A lot of the time, it is the back of the head. Is it? 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's a knee to the head. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes he does, like, the second row, yeah. you know, off the second <laughs> if row. If he just catches you just under the shit. <laughs> the shit will finish the job yeah. 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 when he follows through. But, um, yeah, I think that's a good rub for Ballard moving forward. Like, mm-hmm. He's the only person that has and probably will for a minute. Yeah, it's going to be a while before that um, happens. I think Nakamura and Joe is the next logical progression for TakeOver. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's going to happen. Well, I think it's Rhino, clear. Rhino answered the question of oh, why is he back. <laughs> and I answered the question of why Rhino's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's back to, to job to Samoa Joe, I, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the lack of Samoa, the lack of development with Samoa Joe as the title holder. It was such a big deal that they made about it, him winning at mm-hmm. a house show, which I thought was different. You know, you don't really yeah. see it a lot. But since he's had it, I can't really think say that I was invested in anything. I think he had Eric Young come in for a one-all. I don't even know if that was a title. It might have been a non-title match. It was, I think. I it just I don't get it. You know, he, you booked him like a monster, and he's a monster, but you haven't really done anything with him right. up until this past week. I'm not a number one Joe fan right now. I'm so. not yeah. a number one Samoa Joe fan. I'm just saying that, like... No, Ron's a big Samoa Joe oh, I love Samoa Joe, You don't yeah. know, What the hell's up with Samoa Joe? What are they doing? I don't know. I, they, they gave him the belt, and it's almost like they think, well, that was enough for now. Yeah, like, I don't get it. I don't know if it's Why that they're... Why stop developing the character? Yeah, I don't know if it's that or they knew... in general. Yeah, I don't know if it's that they knew we're doing Nakamura Valor, and that's going to be the biggest thing for anybody anyway. That's so not we'll true. Wait. You don't think? I think that's what, like... That's, the, I mean, that's... Some people would think that. Fan that's perspective, I, I think that's what they, they think. Like, that that's going to overshadow anything. So we'll let Joe but be the champion in waiting. And then, yeah. And then we'll bring Joe. And I mean, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I mean, I but was he really does excited. deserve more. Yeah, I was really excited for Nakamura and Balor. But seeing Nakamura go for his first, you know, title in mm-hmm. NXT, is oh, that's really exciting to me. Yeah. And I know it's probably exciting. Well, at least to see Samoa Joe. No, defend. that's awesome. I, mean, I think I, Samoa I Joe, Samoa Joe, I think is, I don't, I wouldn't call it a lock, but I feel like he has to retain a couple times. You can't make him look like a bomb. Yeah, I mean, Samoa but Joe But part of it me. is booking him in the feuds with people that he can go with. And yeah. I think Rhino's probably not the best one to, to call on. Yeah, Samoa Joe was in Ring of Honor and TNA at a time when I was either not watching wrestling or was definitely not watching TNA. And so I had no, I knew who he was, uh, just flipping channels. I, I had seen him before, I was aware of him, but knew really nothing about him. Then he comes to NXT, and I watch a couple matches. I'm like, oh, this guy's really good. Character-wise, it was like, okay, he's just a baby face. Eh. Yeah. And then they did the, the tag, heel turn, the and man. every week I saw him. I liked him better, more and more. Better. And now I'm like, this guy is great. Yeah, look, I mean. And they, he I does like deserve. he hasn't even been on NXT TV. I feel no. like this past week, we the were you've seen fortunate him. enough to, to catch him. He's like elusive or something. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the ever-elusive The ever-elusive Smile Joe. Joe, yes. They made note of it. Off TV for a month. Was after, it a full month? After he beat, about to say, he beat him in the cage. Balor at the end, it had been three weeks to a month. He was not on television. Wow. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it is a lot. That's me. Be, you want to talk about a couple of nitpicks. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> and Rhino's back to make sure people remember that Joe's a monster. Yeah. Because Rhino's a big. And to her part. He's a big, intense looking dude. Yeah. And even casual people would be like, The man oh, beast. Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and when Joe tears him apart, Next week they'll be like, "Oh is wow, he's really dominant." Yeah. yeah, dude, there's a lot next week. Authors of Pain versus Alpha. Which oh, finally, yeah. get to shine some light on uh, that. Yeah. Dude, I think we're getting two squashes next week. I think Alpha's getting demolished. I think so too, because I think we're gonna move up. But we'll yeah, talk about yeah. it later too. So I when I say later, how much time do we have? You keep saying later. I think we're at like seven hours right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I mean, we got. I mean, we're probably at about an hour and forty-five. 
five. I want to go longer than Derek. Okay. I well, want to show. I want to are, show my strength. Here. We are rapidly approaching. <laughs> okay. Um. So, and the NXT product as a whole, there's a lot of challenges with because it's not developmental anymore. Really, no. it doesn't get an opportunity no. to be. It is still, it, but. Yeah. They have to act. They know people are watching it. They know eyes are on it. They know they're traveling. They need people to show up. Do you do you appreciate the way they're handling that very delicate uh, balance of bringing people along while having stars that you? Yeah, I feel like a couple. And are you worried with the brand split coming that no, the next he's going to take worried. a big hit? I'm not worried. Okay. Um, I feel like that guys like if Abushi is signed, that's huge. I mean, Atami's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I know. Which would be good to see. Which would be good to see. Nakamura will still be there, hopefully. Um, I know that you guys don't like Blake and Murphy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they could be the developmental jobbers and have like people coming up through developmental squash them. Like they're, They don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you need let's talk about Alexa that. Bliss real quick. All right. She's awesome. She is great. Her facial expressions are crazy facial expressions yeah. Yeah, and she gestures. does that thing with that thing on her hand yeah that's cool I don't and, she um, and she chokes a bitch she, she does, does so that she great. does choke a bitch the, yeah. the, and the, the psycho eye, the, the psycho peepers yeah and yeah the choke and then yeah. i like the the sweeping the leg out and planting somebody yeah i like the, leaving uh, blake and murphy is the best thing that ever happened to her. yeah i like and that I they think, finally changed the name of the sparkle splash yes it was long Twisted overdue bliss. <laughs> yeah yeah sparkle splash doesn't sound very no it was perfect when she was wearing the tutu and but yeah. nowadays, see, I wasn't her, there for that. <laughs> yeah, her, I missed yeah, those she two was wrestling's version of Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah, no. her improvement, her improvement has been like night and day. Yeah, and it's I don't want to know 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 if it's necessarily rapid improvement, but her improvement over the course of a year is her and Carmella. Carmella, yeah, Carmella has got, too. so Carmella was. I talk about this all the time. She was the one of the three of them that got booed, and they loved Enzo, they loved Cass, and booed Carmella. And now those guys are gone, and now Carmella she, is yeah. getting cheered on her own. Yeah. Puts on a good match. I like her finisher. I like that she has a transition into her finisher. Yeah. Um, I also like the suggestion that you made this past week of her eventually turning on Bailey, which yeah, I think would, it would add does. a little bit to her character. It would, and it, it, if it is truly supposed to be developmental, you get to see her work a heel character yeah. before. Let them have the opportunity to work both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, like Bailey will never be a heel. No, um, Sami Zayn never be a heel. Right, but there's every almost everybody else. John Cena. Yeah, almost everybody Probably else. Bailey as a heel would be soul crushing, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, would, it would be so hard to watch. Like, like if you want to like sweep the legs out from, yeah. all of, from all of the WWE universe, have Bailey turn heel. Oh so my, my thing with Bailey is he over? <laughs> well, Sasha did that. <laughs> yeah, she well, gets, yeah, she like just stole the thing and then yeah. threw it at her. Oh, yeah. that was. Crazy. She did the the fake yeah. crying and then threw it at her. That was. That is, I popped for that, yeah, alone, like, alone sitting on my couch, like, <laughs> popping for that, just because, like, she's the best heel. Yeah. Um, my thing with Bailey is, so Bailey, I never disliked her, but she wasn't, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. And then we get to NXT Brooklyn, and obviously I know, as the wearing my legit boss t-shirt there, they're almost exclusively to see this huge match for Sasha, knowing she's going to drop the title that yeah. night. Didn't want it to happen, but knew it was going to. And they won the way they put everything out on the line. Like, they both almost killed themselves yeah. on at least one occasion. Yeah, yeah. It, Like, they, they really threw caution to the wind, put it all out there. The story they told, not even just that night, but the story leading up to it, and then that night itself, I actually got choked up when Bailey yeah. won. Yeah, I think I think... 
everybody came out. Like, Aaron and I Becky, talked Becky about it all the time because Aaron out. was with me that night, and we always have to make we did, we didn't cry, no, but it wasn't out of the question no. that we could have. No. And then you know the four horsewomen coming out, and it was like yeah, it was for very me, emotional. Yeah, my for me personally, this is like we said, you came full circle with. One of the first things you saw was the triple power bomb. Yes. And now you're coming and to now the point where you're yeah. seeing the triple threat. Yes. This was my first, as like somebody knowing what's going on in wrestling, not being a total mark, it's thinking it's real. The click was like my thing. Like I'm a teenager. Like I was, it was in That's my it. wheelhouse at that yeah. time for the click. Okay. HBK, my favorite of all time. Loved Razor. I liked Diesel enough. I liked X-Pac enough. But like those guys, like Triple H enough, those guys, that those were my guys. And them doing the curtain call was, like, a huge thing at the time. Yeah, at the time, yeah. Um, like, unbelievable thing at the time. And then to be there the night that the Four Horsewomen do it, and it's like Sasha Banks was part of what pulled me back into how much I, I like wrestling again. Yeah. The first thing I saw of her was right before her match with Charlotte at TakeOver, I don't remember which one it was. It was the end of 2014. She came out wearing Charlotte's T-shirt, that said, if you're going to do it, instead of do it with flair, she had it taped over that said, do it like a boss. That's awesome. And I'm like, she's wearing Charlotte's shirt with her own moniker on it. She did, it was the first time I saw her do, like, the flair <laughs> strut and mocking him. And I'm like, I don't know who this girl is, but she's going to be great. Like, yeah. great heel, and then the match was awesome. And that's when I, like, really dove in. And then I went to the Rumble a couple weeks after that, and then, and then the rest is history. Straight back. Yeah. Straight back into it. So it was cool. That was like a full circle moment for me. It was like, I'm seeing this group of of women that I've started to really like and really got me interested again, having their own curtain call, Like, and I'm here watching it. In New York, which is where it happened the first time. So it was really yeah. cool. But So now why aren't you worried about Moving NXT? forward with the brand split, I think that there's enough people there and coming there um, that they'll be, they'll be able to maintain you know, week to week. How many people do you think are going to get called up? Um, the draft? Balor, obviously. I think American Alpha is going to get called up, and I think Bailey's going to get called up. And do you think that's it, or do you think... Uh, Who else do you think is ready? I mean, obviously, you got not, your veterans like Joe and Nakamura would be ready, but I don't think they're Yeah, I, I think Joe, Joe, Joe needs to hang around for a little bit more. Um, I don't know. The Revival's okay. I don't think they're ready to move up to the main roster. I think Alpha's more main roster ready. Even though they've been, they've been together less, I think. You know, I think they have yeah, some, they have such a natural chemistry that we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. Yeah, they have, they have a little bit more that they're bringing to the table. I just want to throw something in there. Yeah, go ahead. Can we not call NXT a developmental area anymore? That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's it's, too. It's, it's really not. It's, it's not a developmental I mean, area that's where you develop and eventually move to the main roster, but for the most part, it's its own standalone it's, yeah, brand. It's a traveling independent. Yeah, the, the developmental side of it is stuff that's not happening on their shows. Yeah. Like, it's happening on Breaking Like People round. like Hugo Knox, who's yeah, working matches you, you, you on you live shows, yeah. but he's not on TV yet. He's been on TV once, I think, in a yeah. tag match. That's the developmental aspect, but that I think of more of just the developmental center. Yeah. NXT, the show, Hugo Knox is not on the NXT show. The NXT show is a bunch of guys that they brought in, like a Sami Zayn, a Kevin Owens, a Nakamura. Or even the local, like some local guys. type of thing. There are very few and far between WWE-made guys yeah. on the NXT program. Yeah, no, you're right. And there, there is a developmental aspect to it, only because there has to be if your goal is to get them onto yeah. Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. But it has gotten so big to where people have an expectation when they watch it on Wednesday night. That or they or, or they would rather watch NXT than watch yeah. you know the main product. Yeah, or you have an expectation of the the quality you're going to see when you go see them when they're in your city, or a city within an hour's drive of you. Like you have an expectation, and if you are just developmental, 
you're not going to be able to no. deliver. You were not going to draw anybody quality. out there. So it's it's like a fine line of like yeah we're developing these people at the performance center, we're kind of bringing these people in like what's her name Athena Reese I think, her name is now Ember Moon I think is her name she was an indie wrestler forever. That's a new one to me. Yeah she's I believe she's probably going to debut within the next couple months. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe if Bailey gets called up or whatever happens. Yeah, see, that's what, yeah. Maybe she'll debut and then, soon. Uh, Newth or whatever Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah. Or, yeah, yeah. Her, she can I can see her or someone. Replacing Bailey, yeah, it, like, it might be a couple people that need to replace like a bigger star like that. But I think they have enough people, um, not necessarily ready, but someone in the that they can put in there that they can definitely work work with and work around. Yeah. So they you, have, yeah, sorry. Oh, go ahead. That's his podcast. It's fine. No, you can say what you're gonna say. They have fight. We're gonna fight over whether you get the talk or not, you're, fight and you're fighting forever. against yourself. Uh, <laughs> the constant battle. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, the test of all time, the yeah, battle against the oneself. Battle against oneself. <laughs> no, I uh, I think they have realistically one person in the women's division that is actually ready to move into title contention, and that's Bliss. That's pretty much it. Because Bailey, I we said that she's going to go up to the main roster. I don't see her having much of a shot at all of dethroning no. Oscar in Brooklyn. The next person up on the totem pole realistically is Bliss to go for that yeah. title. And really, I don't really believe her being Oscar either. No, I was just gonna, I was just going to say that. Whole feud yeah, it, it would Jax. take a little bit more oh, time. Nia Jax. For so to, there, need, there uh, needs to be <laughs> there needs to be a real influx of female talent to NXT now, because right now they have maybe three or four months worth of programming in title matches for Oscar. Because otherwise, Oscar isn't on TV either. Yeah, no, she hasn't been either. That's a good point. So I do think they have some some women who are ready. Now I don't know firsthand how many we haven't seen on TV that are ready to go. Uh-huh. But I do know, I'm trying to remember, Athena Reese was her. Liv Morgan is another one. Liv Morgan, yeah, she's been on TV. the suspension is a Santana, fan of Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yes, Santana loves her. Would be awesome if they Santana Garrett's another one, Deanna Peraza. There's, a, there, yeah. there's people there, there that they can bring in. Oh, well, how do we forget? Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard, Billy. What's her name? Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Poison yeah, she's Ivy. good. <laughs> poison Ivy. Well, you were there in February when she had yeah. the flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her gimmick is Poison Ivy. Yeah, it is. No, she's good. Uh, Athena Reese was on the Indies. Now, I happened to... She was there when I was at the Performance Center. Met her, shook her hand, and... What, Peyton Royce? No, this is Athena Reese. Okay. So, And I saw her working. They had, like, all the separate rings, and the women are working in one ring. And I saw them working a little bit. I was like, she looks like she's pretty good. And I'm assuming in my head, like, I've never seen her before. She's, like, brand new. And then I looked her up when I got home, and she, like, has been around for a little while on the indies. I think they just recently changed her name to Ember Moon or something like that, which tells me she's probably ready to be on TV now that she has, like, an NXT name. Yeah, that was the big thing, I think, on Breaking Ground, as as far as the transitioning from developmental to NXT ready, Mm -hmm. was you get a name. Get your gimmick and and your character and and all that. New Hot Nation became Apollo Crews. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, they have not done... We discussed this for a while. Like, oh, he he's not, smiles with the best of them. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Did you buy any, anybody, either of you see the thing on Twitter when people were retweeting a lot of his old Yes, yes, yes. I, I did see that. <laughs> and it was, it was like something about the New Day or Big E or yeah. something. Yeah. And was, I, think, I think WWE made him like... He deleted Suspend or delete his Twitter. Yeah. Well, they, and recreate a new one. That's funny. And it was that's what some people were saying. Some like, unflattering remarks a lot of people were saying Apollo Cruz is more over with me now than he has been his whole time <laughs> yeah. in NXT and WWE. They could have made him a heel out of that. Yeah, I don't some, see why some, not. Yeah, well, they actually had a backstage segment with Apollo and Biggie where they like pointed at each other. <laughs> and, like, smiled. When was this? 
This was on like a SmackDown or something. Okay, I don't. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't SmackDown. Know. Either that or it was like a WWE.com video type thing. Yeah, but I can't say that I religiously watch SmackDown. They addressed it solely. I do. I like. I'll scroll through it yeah. just to I'll see if there's the, anything that may need to be Rusev discussed. They or did that too. Also, where they dug up old tweets. <laughs> really? And he had one. It was just like all oh, six Space Jams. On. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It he's was, he's a legend in my mind. Yes. Yes. If, if he's really tweeting that, it oh. was in the. It was during the period before he dropped the belt to Cena. Oh, okay. Thirty-one. Also, so yeah. he was super non-American. <laughs> so, and they dug up that he was watching <laughs> Space Jam. That's awesome. So you think only a handful are going to come up for minutes? Yeah, I don't think that they're going to do too much. So some of the people there that I wrote down some notes mm-hmm. about wanted to talk about was uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Did you know anything of him at no. all before he got? I there? knew that he was La Sombra just okay. from the speculation on the internet and stuff like that. His gimmick is bad. I don't know what it is. Well, it's not one. It's a guy who wears a hat. Yeah, my, my sister. My sister. I'm like, He's the guy from the Smooth video. Criminal video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which actually, if you think about it now, it's not the worst gimmick. I love that video. <laughs> my sister. My sister. I like, did that in a talent show in eighth grade. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was watching a couple weeks ago, and my sister That's walks awesome. into the room. And she goes, I was like, Lauren, what do you think that this guy is doing here? I was like, is he like a, she's like, is he a male stripper? <laughs> I was, I know, and like, we had He's an a, exotic dancer. We had a, that's what he looks like. He walks into a room filled with people, half clothed, suspenders with suspenders too, right? and a hat on. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Is there a feather in the hat? Am I remembering there, that There right? might be a feather in the hat. Um, otherwise, his music is bad. His gimmick is bad. Other than that, he's this close to busting out. Yeah. Because in the ring, he's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. He does the the hang between mm-hmm. the ropes that I think is pretty cool. Yeah, he's got like um, some signature. His finisher is, is weird, but it looks like it could yeah. be potentially dangerous and hurt, mm-hmm. so it you know it's believable. He's a tweak away from being, you know, a guy that you could see make a little bit of run. Yeah, and luckily that's what NXT well, that's what it has been for. Now it didn't do it for Apollo Cruz. No. But if they like you said, a tweak, just one little character yeah. thing that they can figure out. Then he's off yeah, to the races. With Breeze, too. It was just, you know, just being, being yeah, an ass. Yeah, and Breeze was awesome. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Him, really him, and Liger, him and Liger from last year was excellent. Oh, it was an awesome. Was great start. Match. Great mm-hmm. opener. Um, Nia Jax, I mentioned before, not, not really a fan. Not of a fan? Game. No. Do, now, do you see potential, do, or do you just um, see she's I see this. Tamina is what I see. And I'm not trying to say it in any rude sense. Yeah, no, I know. But that's what I see, a bodyguard. I don't really see any sort of run as a title holder or anything. I see that's what that's what she looks like. Part of it's the look, and I understand that, but whatever. Um, I don't know. She just really doesn't do it for me in the ring. I understand, like, she's like almost like a Hogan. Yeah. Just see, like, I, does the same kind of stuff, power stuff, leg drop, and it's over. So what they did with her is they knew she's The Rock's cousin. They know she's from that family, and they presented her as... The Rock's cousin. Sounds and, familiar. Yeah, and a baby, yeah, baby face. And that's not how they should have presented her at first. No, present her like a badass. Be, being a baby face is difficult. Yes, you have difficulty yes, being a heel. heel. They all, so, you know, everybody says They bring her out there as a baby face, and it's like not getting over. Similar to Charlotte when she got to the main roster. Yes. It was not connecting. No. They make Nia Jax a heel, and she has gradually, I feel like, gotten better. Yeah. She's, never, she's never going to be a phenomenal worker. Just not, just not the, in the cards. Not in the cards, yeah. But... If she can get that character, like when she was with Eva Marie, that was good. It I almost did like it that. almost came across as like they were they were like menacing almost. Yeah, and you don't see women that are menacing. And you had like the, the pretty girl, whatever, mm-hmm. and, and her bodyguard that could kick your ass. Mm-hmm. And that, that that I did I did I did yeah. address. I, I think there's some that. hope. Yeah, her, there might be some hope, but 
it, it depends on what they do, what yeah. they, how they allow her to grow. That um, her music is bad too. Yes, it is. But yeah, we'll, you we'll want to book her like you want to yeah you want to book her like a monster. But she comes out to some you know I don't know yeah. I don't even know what to call it. So who who well, else in NXT? It's terrible. Not the first time you guys have had this conversation. Um, probably not. <laughs> probably not the last few. Yeah. So who else in NXT? Either um, either jumps out. I mean, that, or... really, I mean, I mentioned a lot of people before. Okay. So we'll, we'll just stick with that. So so now. the the last thing I want to get into um, the brand split. Okay. My feel, I have a few feelings on it. I wrote about this a couple months ago. Talked about it a little bit on the show. So Raw, still a three-hour show. SmackDown now, a two-hour live show on Tuesday. My hope was that, one, the shows would be different. Look different. Yeah. Um, different style of roster, different style of storytelling. I don't want to feel like I'm watching a three-hour Raw on Monday and then a three-hour Raw on, or two-hour Raw on Tuesday. I want it to be different. I want them to look different. I want it. I want it to feel different when I'm watching. I feel like I want the women to be on one show. It being raw because there's an extra hour you can use, yeah. and raw for a while, if not forever, will be viewed as the superior show. So I feel like the women get elevated by being on raw, the flagship show. Yes, instead of SmackDown. And while there's a ton of female talent that they have, none of them have been built up yet. So you can do two stories on Raw, and then maybe over the course of a year or two, when you introduce more women and get them on there, then you can branch out to SmackDown. But for now, I feel like it makes sense to have them confined to one show. You can build them up, build up the women's brand before you split them, because now it's going to be very watered down if you have yeah, like I think so. Sasha I think on one show, point. Charlotte on another, Becky on one show. Yeah, you know, I don't want to see Sasha and Becky every week. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't want to see it every so... You might want to see it every week. <laughs> I do not want to see it every yeah, week. You I, know it. I want, to see, I want to see tag teams on one show. Okay. And I want one show to be more of a wrestling purist show, maybe. Yeah. And one be more of the sports entertainment show. And that would be another distinction. I Now the fact that it is basically McMahon versus McMahon... Um, I feel like, and the, the the fact that it it was rumored, I don't know if this is going to happen, that it was going to be Cena on SmackDown, Roman on Raw. If you have that one guy who is the totally omnipotent character on the show, it's hard to make the show different. Yeah. Now, so one, do you think we're going to get two very different types of shows based on the things I just said? Do you, do you agree I, with I hope my... I hope what you said is as close to accurate as we can get without actually seeing it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be out of, out of town next week, so I'm not going to get to watch the draft live. Um, WWE Network has a ticker. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Do, they do have I, a ticker, awesome. so I'll probably, are doing that. I'll, probably, yeah. I'll probably watch, you know, either on my phone or the network or try You mentioned that on the show we did, right? Yeah. That you wanted them to do that? All right, well, maybe they, maybe they watch that. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it, say, would, we're starting. it wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> So that, that you'd like to see, is there anything I didn't mention that um, maybe you'd like to see in the brand split? So, you're going to have Intercontinental on one, U.S. on another. I think that's pretty safe to say. You're going to have the world title and the women's one, mm-hmm. and then the tag titles, and then the other belt. I know that you guys have mentioned on the show before about the thought of introducing another belt, and um, I think it adds a lot of opportunity to the mix, but I think it devalues the World Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. or the WWE title, yeah. or however they want to call it. Um, the fact that they've been calling it the WWE title in recent weeks has been 
disconcerting that they, they, <laughs> but they, yeah, they might be uh, reintroducing the World Heavyweight title or World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I don't know. I mean, so, I, I, I want, I want everyone to shine, and you can't. It's mm-hmm. impossible. It is. You, even never even with a brand split, you're not going to be able to dedicate the time you want to everybody in the roster. No, and, and it's never been. See Zack Ryder. Yeah, it's never been that way in wrestling. It never will be. It's no. impossible. Unless you do like a half hour show with a roster of like eight. Don't, don't give them any ideas. I won't. If they're listening, they don't yeah. know what <laughs> um, I just don't want this brand split to come across as like, well, we, it's just like a thing we did. I want it to be yeah. you a want to cool, exciting. Yeah. They keep billing it as the thing that'll change the face of WWE forever. We've, it's, yeah. we've heard stuff like that. Find before. a way to make it actually do that instead yeah. of like just the thing you said. Different set. sets? Yeah, the new era. Yeah. Let this be, let this be the new logos. era. Yeah. Exactly. The whole, the whole nine. Different commentary teams. Yeah. I'd like to see them not necessarily be eligible to draft, but shake That it would up. be cool, though. If they it would that. be cool, but they, I just think they just need to shake Like it a up surprise a pick of a commentator on a show. Everybody's like, what? You just picked Mara Ronaldo? Like, I think that'd be cool. If Especially if they do it ahead of Monday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, Shane... would lo- I would love Yeah, if Shane picks Mara Ronaldo. Well, I mean, what else? it's not really changing, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, who do you think stands to gain the most from the, the club. brand split? The club. Because they will get to just run the show, yes, basically. Yes. Very NWO kind of take o- taking over the show. I think they have the most to gain. Whether or not they're going to let them do it is another story. Um, I definitely think that AJ Styles and the club have the most to gain. Um, Especially if they're on the show with the tag titles that you okay. said you wanted to see stay. Yes. How, how do you feel about the whole, they've been teasing the whole tag teams could be split up kind of thing. I think... I don't like it. No, I don't either. Because um, like, like, it's a real... It's a train wreck waiting to happen. Yeah, because if then you, you have, then you have no tag division mm-hmm. if you if you you know split all of them up and then you're gonna have half as many tag teams. Yeah, you should not do no. that. I think they may just be saying it to add a level of uncertainty. It's a war. I hope, but they did it the last time. I really hope they yeah. don't do it this time because. Well, Kofi's been with however many people, mm-hmm. but I would hate to see the. Obviously, I would hate to see the New Day. Split yeah, up. I don't want to see the New Day split up. I definitely don't want to see the club get split up. I don't want to see Enzo and Cass split up. At this point, as as much as they're not anything right now, I don't want to see Breezango get split up because at least Tyler Breeze is getting to do yeah, something. Yeah, every and, week. and even even Fandango. Like yeah. I think I think I don't know if Derek and I talked about this, but you want to talk about being a uh, a switch away but, but from being mm-hmm. a star. He beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Yeah, if he wasn't. If, if if his gimmick wasn't what it is, that's something to run with. I just love the idea of holding somebody back because of their gimmick when you gave the guy the gimmick. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know, his gimmick. Somebody actually at the Sasha Banks signing in front of me in line, we were talking a little bit, and he, he was saying that Dolph Ziggler is his favorite. And, yeah, that's what he said. And... He basically but says... He steal people's girls. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> That's his gimmick. He spoke, his gimmick. He spoke very highly of his own girlfriend at the time. But True he basically... Yeah, but he basically said that Dolph Ziggler will never really reach the level he should because his name is Dolph Ziggler. And they'll never have somebody with the name Dolph Ziggler as the, the face of their company. I mean, he's a good one. He's wonderful. And it's like, yeah. But, but not the face of the company. He has one big gold toys. Yeah. But my thing is, if you're going to hold somebody back because his name is Dolph Ziggler, why did you name him Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, it's kind of a dumb name. Yeah, it's it's because when you think of Dolph, the first thing you think back. of is big Russian like, man. Like, yeah, like not not Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. Like how messed up of the premise is that? That's like getting a dog 
when it's like really young, naming it something like I don't know, name it Jack or something. Yeah. And then years later, just be like, that's a really stupid name. Yeah, like, I don't really like. You gave him that name. I don't really I don't love care. this dog because his name is Jack. <laughs> I don't love this dog. It really should have been more of a Rob. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why they named this dog. You punish somebody for your own mistake, and that yeah. that seems to be something that they do. They put all you the in this position all the time, and then they hold it against you. Mm-hmm. Um. It's so, like burying, you bury them before they even start. Yeah. Now, so you're on record as you don't want to see two world titles. You're, you're happy with them? Um, yes. Okay. Just because it would deep. I mean, I think I probably speculated before saying, yeah, I would want another one because the opportunity is there for someone like AJ Styles to win a world, heavy, uh, world heavyweight mm-hmm. championship. But I think a, a lot of thinking, I don't, you know, the WWE title, It's that's the title of the company. Yeah. It has the company's name in the title. Right. That's, that's what everyone aspires to be. And the, the other thing, like, if on SmackDown you're not obviously not going to see that, you have to have something to build toward, and there could be some sort of pecking order as right. far as, you know, someone, okay, you'll get to challenge. You know, the number one contender from SmackDown will get to challenge for that belt. Yeah. If they win that belt, they'll switch places right. or however they want to do it. Yeah. Uh, if they do introduce a second world title, which we can pretty much assume they will, would you like to see the big gold belt come back? Would you rather see them design something new? Uh, something new. That's what I'm... Now, yeah. what if it's just the belt they have now with a blue yeah, underline I, I, instead I, of a red? I remember you saying that. That's, that's incredibly <laughs> lazy. <laughs> so, okay. so the women's belt. Yeah. No. He's saying that it's still black and gold, but the red part of the logo is blue. That's not changing at all. Now, let's not The white leather belt is way cool. Now, let, for the now let's situation. not pretend that the women's belt isn't lazy. It's just a lot better than the black it's, it's, belt. Yes. <laughs> it's better though the one argument I'll make in favor of the white belt is that the, the idea that it looks exactly the same as the world heavyweight championship speaks to the equality exactly yeah. and that that's I, I get what you're saying that it's like oh we just said oh hey, we have this belt let's just change the colors but I, I do think it, it puts them a little bit more on equal footing with and realistically what men. I'm saying is a total nitpick like yeah. I don't care I think the belt looks great. Mm-hmm. I understand and agree with everything that you're yeah. saying. I just still think it was kind of lazy. Yeah, I would like to see them design something yeah, brand something new different. if they're going to have a second world title. Yeah. Um, now, at this point, I think we we have surpassed the time we spent with Derek. So, is there anything else you specifically... Too bad I was part of this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek, Derek may have accumulated slightly more time. Oh, damn it. I didn't you. think of that. <laughs> Every time I've talked, I've added minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah, well, since we're going to Ring of Honor tonight, I wanted to kind of end on a Ring of Honor. Okay. Kind of, uh, branch so of the tree. Castle <laughs> I could, but we're not going to. Uh, I want to talk Does he about... have the boys back, by the oh, way? Yeah, yeah okay. they, I was there when he got the boys back. Oh, yeah? <laughs> um, you're sure. Uh huh. He's been the champ for a long while. Yes. Too long for me. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I think with Global Wars, Cabana was basically thrown into the match. Cole Cabana's a great wrestler. He's kind of an independent guy. He floats to wherever he wants. It doesn't really bring in a world championship, you know, a Ring of Honor world championship feel. Yeah. It just feels like, okay, Cole Cabana's here. Mm-hmm. He's been in this it's company before. He's, we're in Chicago. He's uh-huh. going to be battling for the belt. The match was okay. It did get the DQ finish because of the uh, the Bullet Club interference. Mm-hmm. Um, it, wasn't, it didn't really do much for me long term. The next pay-per-view is Best in the World. Where he went, uh, the the finally the rematch between him and Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. That match was great. Um, I kind of would have liked to see Briscoe win. I thought he was going to win. He hit both. He hit his and 
Jay Lethal's finisher is on Jay Lethal. I'm pretty sure. Really? No, oh, I lied. Okay. <laughs> he, he you misremembered. Did, you did, I did misremember. <laughs> he hit him with a J drill and he kicks out. Okay. And then Lethal has to hit Briscoe with both finishers. Okay. Um, I, I, it's just it's been a while for me. That's the only championship I've champion I've seen. Yeah, in, in the, oh, I, that makes sense then. You know Thank what I mean? You. Yeah. In the last year and a half, mm-hmm. and I think he's lacking a lot of heat that he had when he was with the full House of Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dijak, who's kind of doing his own thing now. He was kind of the enforcer of the bodyguard. Yeah. He's a big, tall, physical-looking dude. Uh, we'll get to see him tonight. Mm-hmm. Jay Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even, I mean, even Taylor Hendricks for what, you know, she's kind of the valet. Yeah. And she kind of throws a wrench into things every so often. And Truth Martini is the manager. Mm-hmm. I think they as a group had a lot, a lot of good heat. Yeah. Well, not good heat, but heat on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made him easy to boo as a heel. And they kind of tried to, to transition him into a face, and it doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm hoping to see Adam Cole kind of come in and just lay waste. Not lay waste, because I know no. you like Jay Lethal. Yeah. I, I, I want to see him win this belt from Jay Lethal. Oh, yeah. It's been a long title reign. He, ha- he had both belts for a period yeah. of time. Yeah. And, that and, then, was... and then the one he lost to Tomohiro Ishii, who's a mm-hmm. New Japan guy. A lot of criticism that I've seen online of New Japan in 2016 is that they put a lot of emphasis on guys that aren't with Ring of Honor. Yeah. Ishii held the world TV title for a few months before Bobby Fish beat mm-hmm. him for it. Um, just a lot of New Japan talent kind of taking the spotlight away from your company. Right. Part of it's booking, um, and I understand that you kind of want to draw people in, but some people that were in liking Ring of Honor before the whole partnership mm-hmm. were kind of getting upset. Yeah. And I, I understand where they're coming from, and I kind of want to see them pull back and, you know, Shift things up a little bit. Yeah. So, I know you want to see Adam Cole be the one who dethrones yeah. Jay Lethal. Uh, which would be cool. Uh, one cool of the clubs things, on top of the world. They have a yeah. Too. One of the things I wanted to see, I thought it was a cool story they were telling for a while with him having both belts. And he's defending both. Yeah, and that was cool. on commentary, they kept making the case of, like, the grueling schedule is going to catch up with them. and like, Yeah, they could even factor that into the story. I thought that that was... I, I likened it to the original in the comic books, the original Batman and Bane story, where Bane let loose all of the criminals that were locked up in Arkham Asylum. Batman had to spend something like a month rounding them all back up, and then right when Batman was just drained breaks from everything back. he had to do, Bane takes advantage of it, breaks his back, and I was like, that's a story you could kind of yeah. tell. Like, Jay Lethal is just getting pushed to his limits over and over again. Yeah, but the other thing is... where he finally like, can't do if it. If you're going to have, like, the Bane figure... I mean, I don't see why it couldn't be Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can have, you know, both Young Bucks attack him. There's how many, so many members of the Bullet Club anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bane wouldn't pass a wellness exam anyway. <laughs> no, you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely would be suspended for a while. Yeah. You guys can watch that match. I'll just watch this. Yeah, that's it. We'll get to see that later. Yeah, you will. She she's uh, she's, she's great. Taylor, Taylor Hendricks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, see, I'm I'm really excited tonight for the Women of Honor too. They um they put a lot of in the production and stuff. They kind of have their really? own yeah, logo, and own logo and stuff there. now. Yeah, Veda Scott's going to be there tonight. She's uh she's one of my favorite. So so I haven't wa- gotten to watch Ring of Honor since. Let's see. I was at that show. I think it was August twenty something. Maybe it was August like eighteenth or something like that. It was yeah. the Friday before Takeover Brooklyn. Okay, because um, I know they were they. I think that they were they had a field of honor. They did it on a baseball field mm-hmm. that weekend. Yeah, so I was at the Ring of Honor show that Friday. Went to Takeover Saturday, 
And I don't know if I've watched Ring of Honor. I definitely haven't watched it in 2016. It's probably been since about October. Um, so is the so you're, you're saying there are some complaints about the Japanese stars taking over for the Ring of Honor stars? Or that's the way. I, that's the them. way I see it. At least I know a couple people. People I've seen online, you know, Squared Circle, Reddit, and things like that. They've been upset with the booking by uh, Delirious. That's his ring name. His name's Hunter or something. Okay. Like, uh, My last question for you uh, before I let you guys go and enjoy, yeah, you know, your show, the rest of your day, your tailgate, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see what's up. If I was going to find a second product to make time to watch, Ooh. which would it be? New Japan. New Japan over yeah. Ring of Honor? Yeah. Derek, I'm pretty sure you don't agree with that. Um... I mean, he hasn't watched it. Or what about Lucha Underground? Yeah, considering oh, I, don't like you know, that, I totally forgot about I'm Lucha gonna, Underground. I'll go Lucha. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm, okay, I'm going to change my answer as well. I'm going to say Lucha because the the production is, is about as close to WWE as you're going to get as far as vignettes and backstage segments yeah. and I'll stuff say, like that. Yeah. And the action is it, just as good, if not better, than WWE. I'll say hmm. this, you can't go wrong with any of the three. ROH, New Japan. They each have something or, different to offer. Or LU. LU, I would choose over the other two solely just because Robert Rodriguez is the producer of it. Which is and Mark Burnett from And, and you know him from doing Death Proof mm-hmm. and a bunch of different, like, Grindhouse type movies. And he brings and throws real Hollywood money at the production of this show. This show looks like a movie. They film it like that. NXT's production is considered cutting edge for professional yes. wrestling. Lucha Underground blows it out of the water. And that's saying, <laughs> and that's saying something. The production for WWE, specifically for vignettes and promos, is normally unmatched. But um, they kill it. And also women are completely on... Yeah, like intergender matches. Sexy Star, that's another like one Sexy right Star. Okay. She might not be with them anymore. Sexy I think she star, might have left yeah. to do boxing or something crazy. Sexy but she has a couple men on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. yeah. My other personal selling point for Lucha Underground is that it is like a season, like a limited amount yes. of episodes. It's like right? thir- 20 some or 30 episodes. So, as opposed to immersing myself into something that is a never ending grind, I could find something that I could watch, you know, the 13 episodes. And it's like two seasons. Is the second season There's going on? There's more than 13. There is, okay. But, yeah. it, but it's, it's something but, that. Uh, is the second season, a I think, just finished contained. off. They either just finished up or it's finishing up this Wednesday. Okay. Uh, with Ultimate Lucha Dose. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, they they have that's like their big year end show. They do four hours. They do one one and then a two hour round. All right. Um. So but Derek, yeah, the, or I'm sorry, Derek Russ. Say say what you're gonna say. Go ahead. No, no, no. Stuff. I'm just saying. I thought you were, yeah. I thought you were calling me Derek. No, no, no. I was about to say we had a, a, a <laughs> no. problem. Um, compliment. You must is it? Well. <laughs> is it? <laughs> uh, Russ. It was Ron, great to have you been on. Absolute pleasure. Anytime, thank you, thank you for taking the time anytime, to do dude, it. Absolutely, this was a blast. Uh, had a lot of fun. Got to spew my bullshit, <laughs> simple, like, which is say. always fun to do. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I love to uh, talk about wrestling here at twenty one seventy three Gimmick Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty one seventy three Gimmick Street. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, love talk about wrestling. So you know, anytime, you know, we are always down to uh, to swing by. Sounds and good. Yeah, I know you guys are a lot closer than we originally yeah, thought. Yeah, closer than we thought. So I'm assuming we'll have you guys in here more often than we expected, which yeah. would be great. Um, I'm I don't know about you, but I'm down to do a uh, Brooklyn recap show. If you yeah. if you want I mean, to try to do I that, I should be able to do it. Uh, Aaron and I discussed it. That yeah, well, I'll I'll be in touch with you about that. We yeah, were talking absolutely. about doing something. Yeah, for I'll you. let you guys reach out to us. All right. <laughs> we'll <move from> there. <laughs> yeah, because it's your show. 
Well, any if you had an idea, you could always reach out to me with that too. I'm not a uh, I'm not Vince McMahon. I'll say that. I got you. <laughs> no, right, yeah. pal. <laughs> pal, I owe you one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Vince McMahon. If you ever have ideas, you could always reach out to me. I'm always open to it. Yeah, so it was great to have you Absolutely. here, Derek. Thank you for being here again. Can, I will see I you guys plug, soon. Can I plug my stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, Russell D'Agostino on Facebook. R U S S E L L D A G O S T I N O. Uh, like Derek had mentioned, just send me a message. Let me know that you heard about the podcast. Uh, more than happy to talk wrestling with you. Uh, you guys can check out my stuff. Uh, Twitter, it's at Russdiculous93, R-U-S-S-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S-90. I just followed you today. I didn't sweet. know you were on Twitter. I Too sweet. To, yeah. <laughs> Too yeah. sweet. It was great to have you here. Absolutely. Like I said, the belts were out yeah. in your honor today. Enjoy the show. That's it. And we will talk to you soon. Anybody watching or listening, we will see you next week. Thank you.